What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I am one of your hosts, Spider, and I am joined once again by Mr. VIP Frank of Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am infinitely awesome as always, sir. Thank you. <laughs> How are you? I am doing fantastic. It is a new year. We are back. We took a little break. We enjoyed the holidays. I had some birthdays. So we are back once again. Wait, what'd you say? We had some birthdays. Yeah, it was a birthday. Who birthday? Your birthday. Oh, I was too. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, (laughs) I didn't give any details. I didn't say it was your birthday. Way too enjoyable to uh, remember that. <laughs> there was a birthday in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. It, it happened. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but if don't you know, don't know what this birthday, is, but you know. look, we're not going to talk about how to celebrate my birthdays. <laughs> we do a big over here at All Things Super. But if you don't know what this is, first of all, Happy New Year to you. Glad to have you back for 2023 but this is all things super where every week we take a bit of superpower tv movie trailers we watch them we react them, we break it down and we ask the question is it super is it is it is it is it, is it? I don't know. We'll find out. But if you like that, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your major podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. And we like reading the comics. We like reading them. So leave them. If you leave them, we will read them. That's how that works. You leave them, exactly. we read them. And Give and take. Cool enough, we'll give you a shout out. We'll do that too. <laughs> but we, we reply are, to the comments. We actually are, we are engaged with our audience. You leave a comment, not only do we read them, but we also reply. We are a, a show of the people. We care about the people. We do this for you guys. It's always. Hey, look what Santa brought me for the new year. Tesseract. (laughs) Only those who really follow know what I'm talking about. Can it really be called a Tesseract if it doesn't do what the Tesseract, if it doesn't do what the Tesseract does? Yes, because this is what the budget allows. <laughs> second, <laughs> second of all, can you tesseract. hold a tesseract? Nick Fury held the tesseract in his hand in Avengers One. He also had gloves on. He also had gloves on, but we also seen the tesseract melt through a floor, uh, metal, the plane. and a plane. So, is Nick Fury one of the greatest powers that ever can be, or was he a scroll at the time? Just a little food for thought. Throw that out there. Welcome to the show. We're not talking so, Avengers today. When, because I I'm trying to remember back to Avengers because this was of course the first one when he took the tesseract out of the housing and put it in the briefcase. Was that after Loki arrived? Yes. So my theory. Here we go. Is that the Tesseract was sort of like depowered, right? Because it just opened up this huge gate. Not that it, this, this is just my theory. It was hooked up to this contraption. It was in the lunch pail, in the lunch box with Captain Marvel. The same one. Yes. Same one. Woo, continuity. <laughs> 
I don't think they I don't think they knew how to how powerful it was. Not even how powerful it was, but just how to and I'm saying they as in the writers across these different films from yeah. Captain America the first Avenger to Avengers to Captain Marvel. I don't think like you said, continuity. I don't think they really like took into account Tony Stark took the Tesseract when they went back on the time heist. Mm-hmm. And he used his gauntlet glove to take the right, Tesseract out it. of the safe. Nick Fury held it with his bare hands. Well, with glove, glove hand. Glove for protection. It was protection enough. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> what did Tony say? Nick Fury is a spy. He's the spy. His secrets have secrets. So who knows what, what was in his gloves? Oh. Oh, wow. Are these AIM gloves? Are these Stark Industry gloves? kind of gloves are these you can hold a tesseract because when red skull held it he got teleported that's true mm, continuity come on home but so here's the thing when red skull when the red skull held it was he trying to use it was he trying to like summon the power of the tesseract in that moment maybe that's why he got teleported so how does this work again? So if I hold it, oh, no, I'm okay. Man. But if I try to use it, I don't know because Stanley just broke land, it and just put it in the glove. And anytime he closes his hand, he could go wherever the hell he want to go. I don't know how it's supposed he to work. He didn't have a glove on at all. So purple skin makes you immune. Or I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, isn't he oh, part man. celestial? Yeah, it was so it's Peter Quill. Yeah, I and mean, Peter Quill was able to hold the power stone somewhat. Because he's half <laughs> celestial, half human. So his not human anymore. side can handle it. Well, no, not anymore. Or is that a thing now? Does he still have the celestial gene inside of him since Ego is dead, since they wanted to make Ego his father? You know what? We might get that answer in All into the Galaxy 3 now that we found out that man is his sister. Here's a question. How many more kids are out there that's related to Peter? Probably spread his speed across the universe. But then he also had a basement full of bones. Yeah. So I think those those were the children he wanted to or tried to get to be able to use the celestial light, but that didn't, so he killed him. I would I would think that I would think that he he tried with every child that every child that he knew he had, but I don't think he would have a child and not know that that child was born. Are we going to see Ego again with all these multiversal shenanigans? You know what? I wouldn't put it past MCU with all of these rumors talking about, oh, Scarlett Johansson is going to be black, back as Black Widow. Tony Stark is going to be back as Iron Man. It's all these rumors swirling around. Who knows who oh, they'll yeah. bring back? Secret Wars clearly stated that, you know, they want to bring Tony Stark back. But I don't want They're already to bring bringing back. Hugh Jackman back. Well, that's in a different... But that's for a different thing. It's a thing. It's because thing. the thing about it is, but no, they said that that is going to take place before Logan. So it's not like he died and they're bringing him back. This is basically like the Black Widow movie. It's a movie that's taking place before the character has died. Yeah, let's not use a Black Widow movie in reference to anything. Well, I'm just saying as far as timelines go, Black Widow already died in Endgame before we got the Black Widow movie. So Hugh Jackman already died. Well, Wolverine already died in Logan before we get the Deadpool 3 movie. 
what can we really expect from this Deadpool 3 movie? More Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. And Hugh Jackman being the Wolverine. Yeah. No way they uh, don't fight. Well, no of course. Way. They're absolutely gonna fight. But why villain? will why are they fighting? That's the Jackal about to say. I have no idea. Because I mean, even in Deadpool 2 with Cable and what was the kid's name? Uh, Isaac, Isaiah, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- that that whole villain thing was kind of weak. Very. It's so, reshoots. And and I'm and not I'm not. And I mean, and then you just throw Juggernaut now for shits and giggles, I guess. S and G's, because but really um, serve no purpose besides that big CGI fight at the end. Right. Um, and I think that's what Free Guy was making fun of after all of that because it was still essentially Ryan Reynolds fighting himself. Yeah, it made no sense either. But at <laughs> the same time, can we really dial things back and make it more grounded? If you can make it more grounded in sec, like I think so. One? I think well, so. He, he well, I mean, that's what I'm about to say. I that's what I'm about to say. I'm not familiar with Deadpool's villain, so I don't know. Who he goes up against, other than like organized crime families and stuff like that. The biggest thing I think Deadpool did was kill off the DC universe and then the MCU, which I think that would be hilarious. Too that would be fucking funny. Well, if he kills off the Fox franchise, which again they can do now because they own, who wouldn't want to see that? I also heard that there was some kind of like contract hold up with the actors from the Fox uh, Marvel movies that is preventing them from appearing in MCU movies, I guess, except for Hugh Jackman, or even that may include Hugh Jackman as to why uh, there hasn't been uh, the why the movie is still kind of like being worked on and still in production. Here's the thing. When you get to Hollywood, read your contract. (laughs) You want to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. But see, the thing about it is I'm pretty sure that nobody, because X-Men came out in what, year 2000? So nobody from that franchise could have foreseen, because Marvel was in Marvel, Marvel Studios was in a toilet at that point. That's why they were selling off the rights to all of their uh, properties. You know who foresaw it? Kevin. Kevin Feige. (laughs) Executive producer, one of the assistant executive producers in X-Men. Mm-hmm. He was there, baby. He was there. He was, def- he was there. Is, can, here's a question. Can yep. another studio make a cinematic universe at this point that can get you to care about their stories to a point that we care about the MCU? Yeah. That does depends not, on what the story is. That does not have the comic lore of decades. I feel like something you you have to have something that's already known to people, that's right? Not true. It, you think that you can have it's an IP that's starting from scratch yes. that Invincible. they can create a movie and create a franchise, a cinematic universe around that movie. Invincible. Before the Amazon, we, we're talking about we're talking about shows. Are we talking about movies and not TV shows? 
Well, you think they can transition they Invincible, an Invincible into a movie right now as a live action Invincible? I will go see that. I, I would see it as well. But do you think they can create a cinematic universe around it though? Yes, because they did so with the animated show, and that it would be as popular, if not more popular, than the MCU. Yes. And the reason I say this because I disagree on that point. They have so many characters that have their own little spin-off shows. Obviously, you'll need more. Oh yes, the guy that like who? The guy that turns his body into stone. If you you might have to go back and watch Invincible. So the guy that turned his body into stone had a whole sideline story about him coming into power as a mafia guy. Oh, the guy that he helped in like one of the last couple of episodes in the season. Correct. Also, the the gentleman that's a beast, the lion guy who's looking for... KGBs. Yeah, yeah he's just OP. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's looking to die or even get beat up to see how his transition on how he got to that point. I'm interested in that. Are you saying that shows can be created about characters, not that they're arts? Correct. I got you. When you say that there are so many spinoffs, I was confused. I was like, wait, where are these spinoffs and why haven't I watched them yet? Yeah. You're saying there it, are so many spinoffs that can be created based on these characters. Correct. I got you. No, I can under- I, I can see that. Together, come together, and the popularity of Invincible I clearly was a win. Everyone likes it. Here's my thing. Here's your thing. I think that the, the, appeal, the appeal to the MCU and why it's so universally liked. Not that everyone loves it. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it has to do it has to do with the marketability of superheroes as family friendly household names. Now when you take something like Invincible, which is hyper violent, which has blood, gore, you know, sex, crude language, all of this other kind of stuff. You have yeah. a set audience that does appreciate that, but I don't think you you can't market that to kids. So you're taking out the family aspect of where uh-huh. these billion dollar franchises go. You also have to include China because China has a huge market demographic over there that cannot be ignored, which is why. Right. And they won't take stuff like that from America. You towards that. Here's what I need you to do, China. <clears throat> I need you to be uh Yeah, he's addressing lot... China. Yes, I'm talking directly to China. I need you to be a lot less racist. Okay. I need you to do that for me. I just need you to go ahead. No, seriously, because of Disney, if this is well documented, they pull a yes, lot of it is. black it actors is. It off is. of the posters and the Or put them in the background. Or make because them Because they did it with uh uh, John Boyega in Star yeah, Wars. Star Wars. Uh, and I, Rhodey has to have his armor on, and it's like, come on, yeah. Don Cheadle is a treasure. You just can't just down Don Cheadle like that. So, what are they going to do now with these African American led uh, series like Armor Wars? It's Don Cheadle and not uh, going to. They're not going to take them. They're going to. There's going to be like region blocked in China because they didn't. They didn't scream Black Panther. Black Panther didn't go to China. Wakanda Forever, I should say. Like I said, China. Wakanda Forever was not screened in China and it was not screened in Russia. Because they had African Americans in it and they had Latino Americans in it or yeah, Mayan Americans. I, I can't. I personally, I can't say Val definitively that that's too. what the reason was. Val, how you say her name? 
uh, I don't know. Valentina de Contessa something. Dottine, Fartine. Yeah, all of that. Tesseract. She was in it too. So it was um Ross. Yeah, Ross was. was in it. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, I can't continue this conversation without saying uh, uh, hearts and condolences and, and prayers and well wishes out for Jeremy. Absolutely. Uh, Hawkeye that was horrible what recently had transpired for that young man. Um, listen, that's dangerous work uh, plowing the snow. Okay, you guys might take it light, but you know, clearly anything can happen, everything can happen, and we wish him speedy recoveries. And well, just besides the movies, it has nothing to do with any of them. No, nothing just, to do with the movies, everything to do with get well soon and, and take your time. Uh, you are you are loved amongst many, and uh, speedy recovery. But with that being said. China, I need you to be a lot less. Racist. <laughs> Just, you might don't even want to hear it because I'm saying it, but I can't. I can't do anything about the things that I can't do anything about. And if you want to continue to be racist, it's just a bad look. It's a bad look. Okay, leaving it alone. With that being said, we didn't come into 2023 to start off talking about MCU, but it's not a fault from my mind. I think, I think it's, it's uh, what we need to just go ahead and finish the show with at this point. <laughs> We're in. So, you know, this is one of those shows. So, to welcome to 2023. Our welcome to 2023. recap, I guess, of everything that we feel like talking about. This is a non-scripted show. We know why this you're This is a here. non-scripted show. You're here for us. You want to see us. He was like, hey, where are those two guys? that always talk about things that's going on with the MCU and the DCEU. Speaking of the DCEU, we made, <laughs> I'll say you made a great prediction about the hierarchy of power being shifted in the DCEU. <laughs> it went from the top dog to not at all. The power did change. The dynamic did change. Uh, it didn't change in the way that I, we thought it was going to change. Listen, I, who saw I that told you. Who saw that <laughs> I, I told I, you. I, I agree. You're not going to let a villain be the face of the of the franchise. It's just right. It's just not going to happen. Anti-hero, anti-villain. However you. Want I'm to not say a hero, it. but I'm going to save everybody. But I kill people. A lot of people. And but I, but I but I but I care about this child that I've known for all the two days. Yeah, exactly. The, the deciding factor of me not killing you is I can sense that you're from Condock, Condock, because mm-hmm. there's no wasn't some of them soldiers from Condock. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of them were. <laughs> Sounds like you can't have it both ways, buddy. Heroes don't kill people. I do. Well, you're not a hero. That's how that works. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Exactly. You got to have a moral standing that you stand behind and stand behind it. You can't just kill them. Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good guy because I wear black. The good guys dressed in black. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's confusing. Oh my you don't God. understand. Well, you know. That's the DCEU. James Gunn is now taking the helm. Are we in good hands? Are we uh I'm not calling anything until I see it. 
Well, here's the thing. This goes right back to the same question that we were asking. It was like, can you create a, a, a cinematic universe, interconnecting cinematic universe, mm-hmm. and get us to care about James Gunn has done what most people cannot do. He took a ragtag group of dysfunctional characters, mm-hmm. lesser known for the general audience. You know them, I know them, because again, we're Marvel heads, we're comic heads. Guardians of the Galaxy, you took a talking raccoon and a and a somewhat talking tree, and they're best friends already. You introduced them to the world, and you didn't make it weird. You made it kind of cool, and you sympathized with this kid who was abducted by this bounty hunter alien uh, to bring back to a, a, just a horrible planet of a person. <laughs> I don't even think you can make that make sense. A horrible planet of a person, which is ego, to try to geoform the universe. When he realized what was going on with those other kids, he kind of had a heart, but he still didn't return them. He kept them. These are not yeah. good guys. <laughs> no, but not at all. James Gunn made us care about him, which again, in Suicide Squad, oh, excuse me, the Suicide Squad, got a separate there you go. from, from the uh, pack, you made us care about other characters that we didn't even know or didn't care to care about. So you had Deadshot? No, not Deadshot. You had uh, what was this? What was Idris Elvis? You talking about the Suicide Squad? Yeah, the Suicide Squad. Uh, so Will Smith was Deadshot, right? And then Idris Elba was Bloodsport. But no, that's Vin Diesel. Group. No, he's Bloodshot. No, not Bloodshot. Yeah, so Vin Diesel was bloodshot. This was Kill Switch. I don't. <laughs> Rack Catcher. can't remember. No, it did. Well, Rack Catcher. Yeah. Rack Catcher 2. And Rack Catcher 2. That's... Yeah, Bloodsport. See, you corrected me on those, right? First of all, that's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. It's, it's still named with still Bloodsport. <laughs> so, what was Will Smith character's name? Deadshot. It was Deadshot. Okay. Point is, you got polka dot the DC Man, characters. You got a uh, shark, killer shark, king shark. King shark. Mm-hmm. You had uh, 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 peacemaker. All these characters that were not C level, D level characters. No names, right? Captain Boomerang, and you made us care about them. You made us care about Captain Boomerang. He was just in the other movie. You're like, yeah, continuity killed them all. Wait a minute, yep. he survived at the end, didn't he? Didn't he like come back or something? Captain Boomerang survived, yeah. Yeah, well, you can't have the, the Suicide Squad without Captain Boomerang. No, did he survive? I know the rat James Gunn's brother survived. He coughed up water and then he went scurrying and off. Yeah, yeah, wet but rat. Weasel. It was a weasel. Weasel, wet re- weasel. Yeah, yeah. Weasels have nine lives, apparently. Apparently. And stop killing off uh, Michael Rucker. God damn it! This guy's a great he idea. Ran, he ran away every time. <laughs> killed him off in Guardians and killed him. Well, off. he he he. I think he had a fully fleshed out character arc in Guardians. Did he? I could have seen yeah. him do some more stuff. 
I mean, who else gonna Cracklin ain't got that arrow down yet? It's been how many years now? <laughs> <laughs> he was still struggling. He was still he was still struggling in Love and Thunder. Exactly. The Christmas special he ain't have it down. Come on, man. He didn't, he didn't use it in the Christmas special. Yeah, he said he didn't get it yet though. He told that to Kevin Bacon. Well, I mean, think about how long Yondu has had it. Should have been asking the right questions while Yondu was alive. Give him time. Oh man, it's gonna be epic when he when he gets a hold of that thing. But the bottom might line, see it in, man, might see it in Guardians Three. Can James Gunn make us? It, I see the reason. The reason why I say I'm I'm not calling anything until I see it because it's not. It's not about any lack of confidence in James Gunn doing what we have already seen him do in multiple properties. My lack of confidence is behind Warner Brothers. You think they're going to try to control the narrative? I think they're going to try to control his stories. Because if they want to... If they want to try to keep up with the MCU and create this cinematic universe, they want to rebrand the DCEU or whatever they want to call it in the future. I don't know how much freedom they're going to give James Gunn to do what it is that he needs to do. Whereas Disney, well, I mean, whereas Disney and Marvel say, well, Kevin, it, it, MCU is your child. We leave he it in is your a hands. Chief creative officer of all things. Disney over there, Star Wars, right. Marvel, everything that's creative. Uh, and so, Kevin and that's, and, for, and first of all, that's one person. That is Kevin Feige. That is him. James Gunn has a co lead, a co chairperson, a co CEO, or whatever it is. So, n- not only is, I'm not going to say not only is his hands tied, but not only does he have. No, and I'm I'm not familiar with the other guy's work because I don't even remember his name. So I can't wow. say that. Do you remember his name? <laughs> I never knew it in the first place. <laughs> so I didn't have to remember it at all. But so it's not to say that he's going to hinder James in any way or he's going to be contradictory to James in any way. They could work very well together. I don't know. Like I said, it's yet to be seen. But for the two of them to be able to collaborate and create this, you know, this interwoven cinematic universe, it depends on what Warner Brothers Studios is going to have as far as input going into these stories. Because you're still going to have different directors because, of course, James Gunn is not going to write and direct everything. You're still going to have different directors. You're going to have different writers, you know, different showrunners and all this other kind of stuff for the shows and everything. And so how much is a studio going to play into the story that gets told in the direction that they go in with the different franchises? That's the only thing that I'm unsure about because I've seen just in the past six months how much Warner Brothers and HBO have just shows that they've canceled that were critically acclaimed and doing really well movies that were in the middle of production or post-production that they axed. And so you have all of this had a lot of legal stuff going on. And, you know, he got to cool down before we could touch As far as I know, his movie's still coming out. Yeah, because we got to, we put too much money in that Flashpoint movie. We can't just drop it. But they, everybody was excited about the Batgirl movie and they just scrapped it. Yeah, but the Batwoman movie, uh, TV show's not doing exceptionally well. Well, there's two different characters, first of all, but then they also didn't give it an opportunity to do well because they 
barely advertised it because this is when I still had TV. They barely advertised it. They, but not only was the show not advertised, but Ruby Rose, who was the actor playing Kate Kane, she came out and talked about all the mistreatment that she experienced while she was on the set. How Warner Brothers Studios ignored her injuries and yeah, told her to push hurt. through. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like and so NBA that's what ended up. Sometimes you got to play hurt. <laughs> but so that's what uh, one of the Tom, things that resulted in her leaving Tom the show. Cruise, I hear Tom Cruise talking about how you broke his ankle on Mission Impossible, but he clearly did. Got to run. No, that. he did. But the thing about it is that I'm sure that the directors and the producers and everything they gave him time to heal after he broke his ankle. They didn't say, "Oh well, Tom, you got to get back out there and finish and the movie." <laughs> you got to exactly. run. Exactly. <laughs> so you know how horrible that would be. Like God, my ankle is broken. I need you to run, Tom. I need, I need you to run. You I have to run eighty. <laughs> you have to run eighty football fields tomorrow. <laughs> so whatever you got to do, get Can it we get together. Some ice for Tom's ankle. Figure it out. Can we get some duct tape? <laughs> yeah, that is but, horrible. There's no excuse. But yeah, that. so that's what resulted in her ended up leaving in the show, and so then now you have a new character, and so you have to rewrite the story and explain why. Kate Kane, who was a, a a white woman, is now a black woman now, and or if it's a new character, completely new Man. character, how is she taking up the mantle of bad woman? Why was there this transition? So of course, you know, after all of that, you know, nobody really wanted to watch the show because your star power is Ruby Rose. She's coming off of she came off of uh Triple X, Return of the Cage, John Wick. John Wick uh, yep. She she has she had a lot of films under her belt. I want to see her again in John Wick. She was so good in John Wick. I want to she see was, her. She was. No, but, I mean she's dead. Well, <laughs> yeah, is, is she though? Is she? Same thing about uh, Common's character. Is he? Because he said if you were to take the blade out of your chest, you're gonna die. So he kind of just sat there and was like, I can't believe this motherfucker stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's possible they could be dead. They could be alive. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't be surprising if they. Uh, Lived. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne got nine slashes to the face. Uh, was it nine? He still Seven. came back. I don't know. It was. It was. He got. He got. He got. He got slashed up. I don't know how many. And then uh, John got shot and fell off a roof, and he's you know right back at it with John Wick Four right around the corner, driving right. that newly restored Mustang, and it's going to crap again. <laughs> John, you just you just don't deserve this car. Okay, Nicholas Cage is is clawing his eyes out because you know different vehicle, not, different car. This is true, but you know at the same time it's a Ford, right? It's a Ford. It's a Ford. Is it, it a, Ford? a Ford? I thought it was a Charger. No, it is not a Charger. Or a Challenger, one of the two. It is not a Challenger. I, now you got me Maybe. going to the not. To, you got me going to. If you guys know John Wick's car, leave it in the comment section right now. I'm about to look it up right now. Well, you know. Nope, you're right. It was a Mustang. Ford Mustang <laughs> bust 429. There you go. 1969. Ford boys. American made. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! So, like I was saying, Nicholas Cage is probably like, no. I can't do a Nicholas Cage impersonation. But I don't think anybody coming, can do a Nicholas Cage impersonation. He is coming out as Dracula. Is that something that you want to talk about? Uh, what is that? Reinhardt? <laughs> it looks funny. 
It has. It looks to be funny. funny. Uh, it's starring uh Nicholas Cage. It's starring Nicholas Holt. Uh, he played Beast in the X Men, the X Men reboot uh, franchise. He was also in Warm Bodies as he played. Yeah, zombie. he was also in Warm Bodies as the lead also- zombie. In the Mad Max uh, Fury Road as Witness Me! It's me! Yeah. I can guarantee you that, that tastes nasty. <laughs> I mean, it was probably like some candy spray or something like that. You think they can get candy in an aerosol form? I mean, they can get cheese in an aerosol form. What can't they get in an aerosol form? Just think about spraying pure sugar into your bloodstream. Just like, diabetes! I mean, it had to be something. It wasn't just like just paint. It was was something edible. I just, I don't know. Well, yeah, they got spray uh, food coloring and spray. You see artists when they're spraying cakes and pies and stencils and things of that nature. So I can can see it. Yeah. Damn, you smart spider. God damn, man. (laughs) Damn, I like that. So James Gunn can't save the DCEU. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said that it's yet to be seen because we don't know how much the studio is going to play a part in it. Did you like Peacemaker? Yes. Did you like The Suicide Squad? It was all right. Oh, wow. Ooh, there he goes. Those expectations. Did you like uh, Guardians? Yeah, I love Guardians. Did you like yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2? A little bit less, but yes. Oh, ouch. Did you like Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Yeah, that was fun. Okay, so outside of those things, any other James Gunn property that you want to throw into the hat of something that you may have not cared for? Nothing that I can come to mind. This guy is about to save the DCEU. <laughs> and when you quote that, make sure you James make sure you put that Gunn. quote, Mr. VIP Frankie Washington. Fuck them tweets. <laughs> James Gunn. I- I'm imagining his initials in like steel. Oh. He has to do something well. <laughs> Quite honestly, Marvel's been beating a snot out of DC for quite some time. So outside of the Hold big on. three. One second. So before we go any further into this conversation, is this what we're talking about? Or are we going to talk about what we came here to talk about? We're talking about this. Because we're okay. too far deep just, in to talk about I just want to make sure. We got to have at least some point that we're going our, our working towards. Our dialogue has went so far <laughs> past what we initially came for. It really makes no sense now to double back to what we. That's fine. That's fine because we're already we're already thirty minutes in. That's what I'm saying. Okay, just making sure because when I make the thumbnail, I got to figure out exactly how I'm going to play this. 2023, welcome, or something along those lines. See, this is how live this show is—not live for y'all, but live for us. We're talking about this show in the show. That's called meta commentary. Close to it. Meta Close to it. There you go. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> now, what I was saying is mm-hmm. that the, 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 the James Gunn, Ford, Ford built, American made. Is he American or is he Canadian? You know what? At this point, I would not be surprised if he wasn't Can I would be surprised if he wasn't Canadian. 
Nope, he was born in Missouri. He is 100% American. American made, yeah! But he has Iris and Czechoslovakian ancestry. God damn, is that Google giving you these answers like this? That's IMDb. Oh, wow. I, shout out IMDb. I love IMDb. Shout out to IMDb. You are. You have fueled this, this desire for random knowledge so many go. times. And if you did, guys didn't catch that, we're now reallocating our to shout outs since we're not doing spoilers this year. Yeah, no spoilers in 2023. Yeah, if you clicked on the thumbnail, it's, it is what it is. So you're welcome. And we got a lot to talk about this year. So be prepared. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can not, not, not miss any of these new videos. And hit the bell so you can be notified when we have a new episode. With this outlandish content. There will be F-bombs, <laughs> so put the kids away. So James Gunn, I, I go, no, here's the thing. I was mm -hmm. saying Marvel's been beating the crap out of DC for a while because DC kind of refused to get outside of the big three. Big three being Superman, Not Batman, even a big Wonder three. Woman. Not even a big three. They refuse to get outside of Batman. Well, you think of the okay, most so, popular DC iconic superhero that has done successfully well, with the exceptions of Batman and Robin or Batman Forever. Uh, everything agreed. has been pretty spot on. But the thing about it is, like, you think of the opportunities that Batman has had. How many different Batmans have we had? We Seven. had four as far as movies well, we go. Kind of, oh, okay. So we had Val Kilmer, George mm -hmm. Clooney, The right. King, Michael Keaton. Right. We also had uh, Robert Pattinson and then Chris, right. Christian Bell. Chris, Chris Bell. So, and Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck. How can I forget the flack? Top six. There you go. So you got six Batmans. How many Superman have we had? Uh, are we talking TV shows or movies? No, just movies. Okay, so we have Chris, rest Christopher Reeves, Reeves, Christopher Reeves, Nerout, okay, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. I, w I was gonna say that too. <laughs> but and then Wonder Woman is even less because we've only had one sure. Wonder. Well, we've oh, had God. two Wonder Woman films, one Wonder Woman actress. Yeah, but it was, you know, I think she was tired of playing the role. She might not admit that, but I'm pretty sure that we were tired of seeing her in it. <laughs> well, well, all I'm saying is that there has not been the same amount of effort put into all of the other superheroes as there has been into Batman. His, and that's this is what I'm saying. DC has been... Around you, I can't say that full heartedly because we did get a Green Lantern movie. I don't have anything against Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie. It does what it's supposed to do, but I'm gonna say this. I feel like you... before we move too far from the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, I feel like if we didn't have the CG super suit in Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, we wouldn't have the CG super suit for Iron Man because I feel like Ryan Reynolds was the first one to do it. Don't make the villain a fucking cloud. Just don't do that. <laughs> it has never worked out in any of the movies. Even in Doctor Strange, the villain, Domamu was a cloud entity, but you know, the focus was They've on done this killed. multiple times because Stop. one, it was Green Lantern, 
They did it in Doctor Strange during Mama Who Was Just a Cloud. They also did it in Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Galactus oh was literally a cloud. Stop. Just don't do that. And then you can have an opportunity to make your villain. You can't punch <laughs> a cloud. I don't care what type of form you're in. You can't punch But apparently a cloud. you can you can throw a uh, mentally constructed green jet at it. And punch it. Or yeah, in, in Chris Evans' case, you can get all the powers of the Fantastic Four and you can punch it. He's coming back too as a human torture Marvel. But besides that, because let me stay on this DC train real fast. Uh-huh. So there's so many other characters outside of the victory that you could do. Right. Say what you want about uh, Black Adam. Hawkman deserves his own movie. I think uh, the gentleman that played Hawkman did a fantastic Aldous job. Aldous I Hodge. I wouldn't have said either one of those. Uh, the OG 007 Pierce Rogers himself can carry a Dr. Fate movie. Absolutely. Best part of that movie. <clears throat> uh, Adam Smasher, I would like to see him fumble, discover his way to his own standalone movie. Uh Clearly, he's trying to figure it out. If you like a little I feel bit like of that, he would be. I feel like he would be sort of like if they were to compare apples to oranges from the DCEU to the MCU. I feel like that would be sort of like an Ant Man type movie. Of course, Adam Smasher, Smasher. Yeah, the, <laughs> but but basically, like the the younger hero, well, not necessarily younger in Paul Rudd's case, but he's younger than Michael Douglas. But being handed the mantle from the older person who's not doing it anymore, and just trying to seeing them trying to figure out the powers and all that kind of stuff. Great Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Hey, you can have him <laughs> hey. right. That's a story right there. Yeah. So again, there's there's elements there, and you and I already talked about. We, goddamn! I'm getting the camera and say we demand to see a Booster Gold demanded? movie. Yeah, you change your mind. I want to see a Booster Gold movie. Booster Gold, time traveling future hero came back to the past with skeet, skeet, skeet. I feel like Booster Gold <laughs> might be better as a TV show. Ooh, ooh! Now here's the thing: a lot of people might be saying. No, let's do a movie. But you're right, because a TV show gives you more room to flush out the character. Right. But still, that's an avenue. HBO Max has a has that lane. You can go mm-hmm. in there and put a Booster Gold show right there. And then we have... And then cancel it after a season and a half. See, see, now. See, <laughs> see, see, right in the middle of it. See, get the people hype and then say, nah. Now, they still also have characters like Vixen. Vixen can hold her own. She has actually had a, a show on Crackin. Animated show. Yeah. I don't know where it's on now because I... It's on HBO Max. Is it? I believe it is. Did they finish the season? Yeah. Okay. Clearly... That cameo uh, from Stephen Amell as Green, uh, Green Arrow and uh, Grant Gustin as The Flash. Yeah, I saw that earlier on. So that could be a nice little team up right there. Zendaya, not Zendaya, Zentara, Mm-mm. the hunch, no, the, the the magic wielder. Zatanna. That's what I wouldn't have said if I knew it. Zatanna, <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with that? But you, it was close enough that you knew what I was talking about. When you said magic. It was the snaps. It was, it was snaps. snaps. It was it snaps. <laughs> That's another standalone show that we could do. Uh, again, 
reference I have already gone on on reference to say Young Justice. She's on bring Young Justice back. I'm bringing Young. That's a gift. Please bring Young Justice back. Please bring Young Justice back. Uh, and again, you got Beast Boy. You got the Titans. With they have their own little show going on. But I'm saying you. These are never watched that. Nor have I. But. There are other avenues outside the big. No, 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 not Titans. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I've watched Titans. I haven't watched season. Doom, Doom Patrol. Four of Titans. Doom Patrol is the one that I haven't watched. Okay. So, there are every avenues that we can explore right. outside of the big three. Now, can James Gunn make us care about these other characters? Do you I care think at about that point? Or is it at a that villain? It's not, not I think at that, p- at that point, it's not James Gunn making us care about him. It's the other directors and writers who are creating these films. It's their responsibility to make us care about it. I think it's James Gunn's responsibility to keep all the continuity in line and keep the universe connected. Nah, they got other people on payroll for that. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, because he's not going to be the one that's directing and creating and writing everything. Gonna, so we have to overall story. So you got Granny Goodwitch, uh, uh, who was in Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Ah, <laughs> oh, no comment. <laughs> and then you got to think about everything that's everything that was dceu save for maybe the suicide squad and peacemaker i think everything that happened before that is getting scrapped yeah he's washing the board now with that being said he has talked about the possibility of bringing henry cavill back after the backlash of saying he got fired again and I think well, it's he, like they said he was coming back. He came back in Black Adam. Then they said, oh, "Well, no, we're moving on with another Superman character." So, this, and like you, and I think you said this either in a personal conversation that we had or in a conversation that we had on the show um, that maybe the next Superman movie is going to star a younger actor as Superman because it's going to be more like a, 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 an origin story kind of thing. But then next movie. They go back to Henry Cavill. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know because why else would you say that you're going to? He's not going to be Superman and then bring him back as Superman. So are we doing an ordinary story? Are we going with a younger actor, or are we just sticking with Henry Cavill and we're continuing Superman's story? Because even Superman has a lot of villains that can he can go to. We still Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was the, one of the hugest mistakes I've ever seen in any film. I agree. Because taking nothing Lex, away from him as an actor, but I taking agree. nothing away from Jesse Eisenberg as an ath- actor because he he's a very talented individual, but he's the same in almost every film. He's just like this, 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 this kind of Rain Man almost. He he, proceed, he portrays like this genius level intellect who's at, uh, doesn't know how to be social, doesn't know how to talk to people, uh-huh. and so every time he I talks, he talks like very fast. Yeah, he's great. Now you see me, and now you see me too. He was yes. great. Knows where's the third? But, now you see me. I don't know, <laughs> but it, it, his, his, his I don't know, like his speech pattern, his intonation, the way he talks is undeniably him. But that's not Lex Luthor. 
Lex right. Luthor is a. I feel like if The Rock would have came in to the DCU as Lex Luthor, I feel like that would have been a great role for him. But the thing about it is that I don't think The Rock can play a character where he is universally hated. Like, I don't think The Rock is going to play a villain character where he's truly a villain. Because Black Adam is supposed to be a bad, not even a bad guy, but he's not, you know, the anti-hero that The Rock portrayed him out to be in the movie. Because so Black Adam is like... Denzel, he should have went Denzel in training day and just written the whole bad guy and then questionable. Yes! Because how many how many people are still talking about Training Day to this day as one of Denzel's greatest performances? I I just did. I just referenced it right now. So. Exactly, and I think that that's might that might be what's holding the rock back is that if you want to show your range, show that you can be more than just the good guy, or more than just a hero, more than just the guy that saves the day. Be the bad guy. Be somebody that is not liked. Be because can you not see The Rock as a imposing figure so much so that you know him just walking into the to the room. He's commanding presence, right? You get him. I don't yeah, know who you get. Like seventy five percent of the room. He's a large man. He is a large man. Even even in, you know, because in the Superman animated series, that's when they started portraying Lex Luthor as a more in shape guy, a bigger guy. Uh, I want to say he was black. I don't know about the voice actor that uh, portrayed him, but he was a darker colored character. Yeah. And so... <laughs> but he was not only was he not only was he a genius, not only was he super rich, but he was resourceful. And so he yeah, he's a DC Iron Man. He stepped away from always just basically trying to well, he stepped away from as much as just always trying to hire people or you know manipulate people into defeating Superman. And he would take matters into his own hands. He would get the kryptonite. He would build a suit for himself right. to fight Superman on his own. His, and I feel like if you wanna if you wanna pit the rock against Superman, make him Lex Luthor. He has the bald head for it. You know, he looks good in the suit. You can, because... Are we talking about The Rock or me? Hold on. What's going on? Lex Luthor doesn't have facial hair, so I think you're out on that one. Oh, there you go. I'm a whole different entity then. Who wants to But I feel like that would have served him better, and that would have just been a better... I feel like that would have been a better... That would have been a better... um, that would have been a better Lex Luthor for, yeah. for DC rather than but Jesse Eisenberg. But I think Rock wanted powers. He wanted to electrify. He is the most... <laughs> he is the most electrifying man of all Hollywood. It fits his motif. Come on. <laughs> and there <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, but no, you are right. There are there are just as many characters in the DCEU as there is in the MCU that they could. They've been because even there were rumors that The Rock was going to be Lobo way back when. This is true. I would have loved to see him be Lobo, not with a bad wig, 
and just throw that. It would have had to be a bad way. No, let let because there's verse let him be bold. Yeah, let him be like put some tattoos on his head and have it just be kind of different, off putting but different. But he'd have to be. He'd have to be like pale white almost. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go Kratos with this. You can't. But I don't. I don't think. See, I, I feel like The Rock has, like, in his contract that any character he plays, you still have to be able to recognize his face. Like, The Rock hasn't put on makeup, like, to alter his face since I think he did a cameo appearance in Star Trek, like, the TV show, way back that. when when he first started I acting. first started acting. I remember that. Yeah. I was a fan of him then. I was a fan and of him since, And since then, every character he's portrayed it's been his face even yeah. with the cgi scorpion and and the mummy 2 was yeah. still his face yeah. on the cgi yeah. scorpion that, that didn't look right at all i don't know no it was. didn't but i mean it was a sign of the times but even uh, back then it didn't look right <laughs> you know, somebody okay that and it was like it's the rock let it go that's all we need and it's like but you know, i think that the the, the, the that was the last that was the last time he played a villain that was the last time he played a villain when he was a Scorpion King. Which they re retconned and made him a hero of his people. Right. In his own movie, he is now a hero. Um, but. So it's... you're saying it's a casting thing? They can't see think... the DCEU because they don't know how to cast? No, I'm saying particularly for The Rock, The Rock is never going to play anything other than the person that saves the day. Damn. Have you been reading The Rock's contracts? It's no, true. I haven't. It's true. <laughs> it, it, just, it, it, it seems to be the trend. But no, it's not about that. Because I feel like you can take... So, <clears throat> because it just depends on who you get to portray the characters. Because, and I know we can com- compare it to the MCU because the MCU is a cinematic universe that's in existence right now. So this is what we have to compare it to. But you take an actor like Simu Liu, right? Who is Who? not just a C- Simu Liu, Shang-Chi. Okay. So it's not that he's unknown because he starred in Kim's Convenience on Netflix. So he yeah, has, I've you know... i watched a couple of episodes of that. So he he has credits under his belt, but he wasn't necessarily a household name, right? And you take him and one of one of the most well liked films in the MCU, right? And so it's not about you didn't like Shang Chi. Was it super? I think it was super. Yeah. Is that what I said? We didn't review it. There's probably a reason for that. We didn't review it because we didn't have the podcast yet. Is it? Was it? Yes. Shang-Chi came out in 2018. It's not super. 2019. There you go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no, Shang- no, it came- no, Shang-Chi came out in 2020 because it definitely came out after Endgame because I remember when uh, Bruce Banner was in it, he had his arm in the sling. Yeah, so it was after everything that you're saying is true. It's just to me, it wasn't. It was a movie. Aquafina. No, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it had some of the 2021. I, I kept going up in so years. So you was, was down with the Dragon Ball Z nonsense, uh, Kamehameha at the end. 
I was running around. Every, that's what I was about to say. The everything except the CGI dragon fight at the end. Him fighting the, no what, place in the him world. fighting the the darkness monster or whatever the thing was called. That was the part that lost me. But soul everything like sucker. everything before, yeah, the soul sucker. Everything before they got to Talo, like all of the fight choreography, the fight on the bus, the fight in the abandoned warehouse, the um, the. The warehouse fight. Uh, what's the name of the place? The Did the, Katie the... ever get to a point where she shot her arrow? Yeah, she shot her arrows. She did? Hmm. Yeah, it was way at the end. Yeah. But um god damn it, what's the name of that place? That's exactly the point that I'm making. Where Talo. uh where they were having a no not Talo, where they were having a uh the fight club. Rad Pitt? Wait, what's going on? No, Mar it starts with an M. Where Wong and Abomination fought. Oh, uh, uh, just a trivia. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> I don't know who Spider's talking it. about. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> I'm phoning my friends. He's doing research. You guys got to be faster than what you are. Uh, I, I heard that place. It was outside of the dimension of reality. First of all, no, that's Talo. Okay. Where's the other place? It's, I believe it was in Africa. Wakanda? No. Not every place in Africa is Wakanda. It needs to be. <laughs> Point of what I'm saying is this. There's other people outside the big three that they can focus on. Um, Villain-wise, I don't know outside of... Uh, uh, Doomsday and uh, what's the other one's name? That's uh, that Batman whooped on. He was just in the Snyder Cut. On. Yeah, Dark Side. Dark Side. No, not the. Yeah, Dark Side. Batman whooped on Dark Side. He hacked his system. I'm talking about the animated um movie. Um, okay, and you need to. You gotta. Specify which one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Specify to. that because I'm like, yeah. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, Dark Side, Dark Side beat the shit out of Batman. He was in the full body cast at the end of that episode, at the end of that movie, but he still won. So, but villain wise, do we have enough substance? Because you can't have heroes without villains. Do we have enough substance? Right. Villain wise, we got Brainiac. For Superman, which I would love to see them do a real kind of deep dive into. We got who else Superman has that's outside of Zod, uh, General Zod? Uh, he has, of course, outside of Zod, he has Lex Luthor, he has Mr. Mitzel, Click Stick, the little like alien dude from another universe. That's from another dimension, really. That's uh, Mixoplitalic. I think it's how you pronounce the name. You know, I'm not even gonna attempt. Um, he has Bizarro, Bizarro. He has, um, God, what's uh, Metallo? He does have Metallo. Um, and I think that, um, God damn it, what's the name of that android? Yeah, I say it, Brainiac. It, 
No, 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 not Brainiac. There's another android that can like adapt to the powers that it witnesses. Oh, you're talking about uh, doctors, what's someone call it? Uh, yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah, there's no way they could win that one. Because even in the animated series, he had, Amaze to, up. he had to just fly away and just, you know, improve himself. Yeah. But we have large CGI battles that we haven't really seen Superman cut loose. You know, laser, mm-hmm. laser eyeball things and breath freeze, other things, and fly around and reverse time. And you haven't seen Superman cut loose. Um, so Wonder Woman has, I don't know, yeah, exactly. So, no, she has cheetah. <laughs> um, she does have cheetah, and here we go. Oh, what's his name? Edrigan. They need a show just for Edrigan by itself. Constantine yeah. is in the DCEU. So you can have Superman fighting demons, which is not magical because Superman has a weakness to magic. These are spiritual entities. Really? That you didn't know Superman had a weakness to magic? No, I didn't. I'm reading an article about uh, Wonder Woman's villains. So what do they say about all three of them? <laughs> this, well, this is the list of the 13 best Wonder Woman villains of all time yeah, on Game Rant. Oh, uh, apparently she has at least 13. Uh, and number 13 is Doctor Psycho. Doctor uh, Psycho from Harley Quinn. Apparently yeah. he's a Wonder Woman villain. Oh, nice. I so I was like, huh? Didn't know yeah, that. That is true. He's uh, really rest... a perv on Harley Quinn, so I can he see is. But it also says his misogynistic personality combined with his psychic abilities made him the total opposite of Wonder Woman in every way. So even in the comics, he's a misogynist. True to the character. Watch Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, but so the other 12, we have Dr. Poison, Devastation, Giganta. Yeah, I remember uh, Giganta could be a good one. Uh, Genocide, Veronica Kale. I've never heard of these people. Silver Swan, Cersei, Medusa from Game of Thrones, <laughs> not that Cersei, and then not the Cersei from Eternals either. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna reference her. <laughs> uh, well, the top five are Medusa, Maxwell Lord, who we saw in Wonder Woman 1984, Rail, Ares, who we saw in the first Wonder Woman, and number one, of course, is Cheetah. Places to go. With these characters, you can build out some storylines with some of these. You got to give them compelling backstories, right? You got to have yeah. the audience sympathize with the villain as well as the hero. Uh, you already established the hero. Uh, here's a question. Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman has been strapped, scrapped. No. Uh, Miss Gadal Gadot is out as Wonder Woman. So we're going to get a new Wonder Woman. Oh, well, you gonna... know that as fact? Yeah, you can't do the DCEU without the victory. The question is, are we getting an origin story again for Wonder Woman? Or will he understand that the general public now understands or the origin story of Wonder Woman? Do we get more Trevor? Where are we going with this? Questions. I'm just asking them. If you have answers, leave it in the comment section. 2023, we got a lot of stuff coming up, Spider. We got the Kane coming over with his dynasty. We are not, and I repeat, we are not getting 
uh, Kane Dynasty and the uh, other half of the Avengers story in the same year. Uh, I'm pretty sure Marvel's going to push that out. We'll get Kane Dynasty, and then maybe a year later we'll get Secret Wars. Um, big year coming up, February, Ant-Man's coming out. After Ant-Man, what's on that lineup for this year? What are we getting this year? From the MCU? From the MCU? Hey, we're all over the place. We cross universes all the time. When's Invincible coming back out? Just throwing that out there. And the boys. Never. And never. wait, why, wait, why would you say never? Invincible. Because it's, we, I feel like we, we, I feel like we should have heard something at this point. Ouch! It just, you know, pandemic animation. It's not a lot of animation studios are out. You know. Because they're, they're because they're first of all they're not paying the animators what they're worth. Well, they need to make sure they hit timelines. That's what I'm saying. Look, and please. it's just they're they're exactly and they're overworking the animators and they're still not getting paid what they're worth. Hey man, hey, that's a that's a large conversation that you're trying to have right there. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. This uh, X Rick and Morty, they'll take you. They're two years up though, so they should be catching up real soon, potentially. But what else is on the slate for this year? We got Ant Man, Ant Man, and Wasp Quantum coming out next month in February. Which, yeah. by the way, tickets went on sale today. Oh, I got mine already. I, uh, I have mine too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all waiting on. If you're looking at this and you ain't get your Ant Man tickets, you probably missed out. They're probably sold out at this point. Right. I advise you um, to so, Ant Man and the Wasp coming out in February. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out in May. That's right. Uh, May 5th. Marvel's July 28th. That's going to get pushed back. And that's all of the films for this year. We only have three as far films as, out this year. Yeah, it's, they're only only doing three at a time, three every year, three films uh, and three did, shows. Did, I think we did four last couple of times. We did Love and Thunder. We did, uh, you know, name all the movies that came out in that year. Talking about Phase Four. Phase Four, yeah, we had some some nonsense. We had Shang Chi. Well, are we talking about? Well, if we're talking about Phase Five, are we talking about just Phase Five, or are we talking about just twenty twenty three? Twenty twenty three is what I started it with, but clearly there's not enough content there, so we continue that <laughs> conversation. So we're gonna have to go Phase Five because they so just the entirety made an of Phase Five, which they holding off till the D twenty three conference to drop. Which again, that's smart because you want your D twenty three to be more popping than Comic-Con. So you're going to drop major announcements at D23. That right. You They've really Comic-Con. stepped back from showing any uh, showing any stuff at Comic-Con or is like this, real big stuff. Is this because they don't want to run into a situation like the pandemic again when they had to rearrange a slate of movies coming out or they just want to save it for 23? I think they want to just save it for D23. At least in my opinion, I think that's what's happening. Interesting. So what's going on in Phase 5? We getting Blade or what? So, uh, and this is coming off of Wikipedia, so take that with a grain of salt. With a salt, big grain. (laughs) But so, those were the three in 2023. In 2024, we have Captain America New World Order slated for May 3rd, 2024. Uh, Thunderbolts slated for July 26, 2024. 
And then Blade slated for September 6, 2024. Now, here's a question. Clearly, we're still disjointed, right? You can blame it on the multiverse. You can blame it on the pandemic. You can blame it on he who remains got killed. You can blame it on whatever you want. We're still in a crisis of introducing characters and trying to get those storylines up and running. Because I I just don't see Blade dealing with Kane initially coming out. Well, that's not to say that he has to. Well, because you think about it, when because essentially this is going to be yeah, it's going to be a standalone film. You think about the other standalone? I would imagine so. Not with the introduction of Dane Whitman at the end of Eternals. That's a black back tie-in. Yeah, but then it in just as they had because not even uh, an image of Blade in the film, but just as they had him his voice cameo in a post credit scene in the Eternals. I think that if anything, Black Knight or Dane Whitman may make a cameo in Blade, but I don't think it's going to come out and Blade is going to be instantly a, a, a like buddy team up movie. Blade has to have his own movie where he is the main character, not getting any help from anybody except for maybe Whistler. Yeah, he got to get established, man. Don't do believe right. like that. Right, but so it's going to be it's going to be self it's going to be self contained with hints to the MCU. He's going to have to deal with his because I mean, it has to be because Blade is dealing with vampires. So we're introducing vampires into the MCU. We can't pull other yeah, characters and having him deal with all that other kind of. MCU stuff before we flush out because they have to answer the question if vampires just start popping up are we going to like have vampires pop up and then eradicate vampires or is it going to be a long standing thing now that where vampires now exist in the MCU and if they they do exist in the MCU twice well they already hinted at it they hinted at it in um, internals they hinted at it in internals they hinted at it in uh, Loki, and they hinted at it in She Hulk. I missed the Loki tie. Oh yeah, well, it was Morbius talking about he's he's seen vampires and all the other kind of stuff about everything that he's seen as being a part of the TVA. So we have this, and we have it. I don't want to say established, but we have it mentioned that vampires exist in the MCU. So where are they? Why haven't we seen them? Why haven't we heard anything about vampires in the MCU running rampant? And what is going to be that cataclysmic event that pulls vampires in the forefront enough to where Blade has to come out and now present himself and be, you know, give us a movie? Go. Uh, I think they're going to do exactly what they did with the New Line Cinema Blade with Wesley Snipes. And the first Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. First Marvel superhero movie. They like to sleep and try not give Wesley Snipes his props before Iron Man. He's the one that started like, off. He's the one that started it off. This well, is before X Men. Started it off, but oh well, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, well, it's not. It's a cult following. It's not critically acclaimed, but Blade no, was Blade was cult and critically acclaimed. Yes, and Wesley did that. But the point of what I'm saying is, the vampires was there. And if we had editing, it would say vampires right there. Vampires was there. 
living in the shadows. Deacon Frost was in the vampire organization. This is my mm-hmm. um, my quote unquote on Tourette's. So they was in the organization, and then he started to try to challenge and take over, which right. I think will be the catalyst that brings them out of the shadows into the forefront because they're already there. They're already right. There. They're just. I got you. So they're living in secret. They're living in the shadows. They're running their little underground organizations and everything. But because he wants to buck the system and become more powerful, now he's got this following of vampires and now they're attacking out in the open. You know, they're going because there's there's these long established rules. Right, that vampires won't interfere in human affairs, so that way they won't be hunted. They can keep, you know, doing their thing and all this yeah. other kind of stuff. You with can't none get the wiser, deviants are are involved. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for the Eternals, so I... it didn't work for the Eternals. That's the whole it problem. Worked for the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they have some type of excuse or something like that why they won't. Uh, it, it, reveal themselves but yeah the same thing but um so those are the movies for phase four for phase five that's it then blade it ends with blade yeah blade is the last blade is the last movie of phase five who doing this nonsense we were getting four movies a year six movies one a quarter well no we were never getting one a quarter we had, or maybe I'm counting the Sony properties. Because then 2022, we only got three movies. We got Doctor Strange, we got Thor Love and Thunder, and we got Wakanda Forever. Now, 2021, I think because of the pandemic, things got pushed around, we got four in 2021. Yeah, that's what I'm remembering. We had Black Widow, we had Eternals, we had Shang-Chi. How good I am. We had Shang-Chi. And then the last one was uh, the one that you about to mention. Spider-Man No Way Home. Exactly. But then can that really be counted because that's also a Sony movie? Oh, 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 oh. So what would you do? I mean, it's still a part of Phase 4, but... Technical, okay. I'm just saying. Speaking of which, when's Tom's contract uh, fiasco is going to start again? You are asking the wrong person. I'm asking no the clue. right person. You're too I have uh, knowledgeable. No idea. He he renegotiated and signed a lucrative deal to do three more movies. This would be outside of the No Way Home. The last one, whatever the home is. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to show up. Say, so kind of like a Civil War thing. He just kind of shows up. He's he has to, but there's a Spider-Man four on the works. I know there is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the contract states that they have to put out a movie every two years. So 2023. If not, then the rights revert back to Marvel. There's some crazy, con- crazy contracts in Hollywood, man. Yeah. So regardless of how well the movie does, if you don't, they got to make another one. Movie, you got <laughs> or give us the rights to our character back. I'm pretty sure that there's like some kind of what? I don't know. I was about to say I'm pretty sure that if like if the movie doesn't make like so much money, then like the, the contract is 
probably like null and void and you don't have to make another one because of, not that there ever would be but if there was a spider-man movie that just straight up flopped i don't think they would make another one after that i think they would just let it sit and be like okay you don't have to come out with another one in two years give it some time then you could come back and revamp the whole thing that's not how contracts work <laughs> and amazing <laughs> spider-man 2 wasn't well renowned yeah, no but they, they then they didn't make another one. They were in the works of making another one. They were in the works of making another one because that one wasn't as well received. They were like, nope, we're not doing it. They were setting up the Sinister Six, which... It's again, supposed to be the Sinister Six. Which we did not get in the last Spider-Man movie because there was a big talk about the it's Sinister only, Six. But there's only five of them. Well, that's the twist. <laughs> what they say in Rick and Morty? You're the sixth member. That's the twist. It's not a twist. It's no, not it's not a twist. twist. And he just says but The thing about it is that <clears throat> who, because you had Electro, you had Dr. Octopus, you had Lizard, you had Green Goblin, you had Sandman. So you had. That was sitting in the bar in Mexico. No. No, no, but <laughs> he was there. No, but basically you had a villain from each of the previous Spider-Man franchises from each of the Spider-Man films. So, of course, Green Goblin from Spider-Man, Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, Sandman from Spider-Man 3. You had um, Electro from Lizard from Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man and Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because Vulture, for whatever reason, uh, was still in prison uh, and then got transported to the Sony universe. Uh, but then That's Mysterio... continuity works yeah, No, it's not. It's really not. Uh, but then Mysterio, being either dead or MIA, Tom Holland didn't have a six or a villain to join the crew. Because if it would have been it, and I think as it they was already a full, it was already full enough. For so long, they were saying Dimitri, the bus driver. Uh, if you go back and look at the uh, oh, far from home, far from home, mm-hmm. when he was putting on the edict glasses that look similar to mine, but you know, don't look similar to mine. He could not find any information on Dimitri because they wanted him to be, or I can't say they wanted him to be, but there was alluding that planting the seeds, the chameleon. That that listen, I think a lot of stuff they put into play, but because of us, the the fans, Mm -hmm. uh, they don't want us to really know or predict what's going on. So a lot of deception comes into play. Look how they cut the trailer for Infinity War. And yeah, it was the whole misdirection. Misdirection and make you think when they shoot shots and leave spots blank, potentially there's somebody there or potentially mm-hmm. there isn't because we thought Beta Ray Bill was going to be in Love and Thunder. No Beta Ray Bill. Um, yep. And it's just like, I think they just want to say, ha ha, you think you know, but you don't know shit. Right. But, but really, all they have to all they have to do is put out a trailer 
Because like you said, they they film things, they superimpose things, they CG things, like the whole running scene. Now the running scene for Infinity War, of course they had to film that, which could have just been something that they left on the editing room floor. Um, but like for Hulk, you're basically replacing the Hulk uh model with the Hulk Buster model. They're both CG, so you're taking out one character and putting in another one. Um, but you have things like in Spider-Man Homecoming, you have the Tinkerer working with Vulture, who is a well-known Spider-Man villain. You have Aaron Davis, named character, references his nephew. We know that he's the prowler. It's clearly featured in the film, even with the deleted scene where he was on the phone with Miles. And nothing from it so it's not it's not that not only are they are they deceiving us with intentional trailer misdirects but they're also leaving us wanting with putting things putting like little nods little easter eggs like you said the whole thing with dimitri and far from home they're putting that stuff in the films intentionally to get us buzzing about it to get us salivating as to when we're going to get this character in a future property and then either never delivering or by the time they do deliver it it drives you to go back to watch the previous film again because I mean, that was the whole thing with Age of Ultron. You know, it was like all of this stuff. You were like, oh, this happened in Age of Ultron. And then, oh, I gotta go back and gotta go watch this now. I gotta go watch that now. And he's like, oh, you know, it, it's if this is Kevin Feige's plan, absolutely brilliant because it brings a rewatchability factor into your films now. Because not only do you see these characters and they make an allusion to a prior film, it was like. Oh shit, did I miss that? I need to go watch that again to go see what they're talking about, what they're referencing. I don't know. I think I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think the common man is going back and watch Edward Norton's Hulk. Just to get a Blonsky reference. I don't think I think it's I think what you're saying is true to mm-hmm. an extent. Because unless there's a certain movie with a high rewatchable factor. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are going back and rewatching. How many people are going back and watch Thor: The Dark World? And I would say before they all came to Disney Plus, probably no one. But now, because everything is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But I think that because it's more available now where you can pay for a subscription to a streaming service and you can get Thor The Dark World in addition to, you know, upcoming Disney animated movies, the entire MCU catalog, Disney Plus shows, MCU shows, new Disney shows, you know, National Geographic stuff, all of this stuff you can get on Disney Plus in addition to Thor uh, The Dark World. I think that you would have more people who would say, watch Thor the Dark World because it's already included versus somebody be like oh I'm going to go rent Thor the Dark World or I'm going to go buy the DVD for Thor the Dark World. I'm not going to go out of my way to purchase Thor the Dark World specifically but if you know because when all of the because I know when Disney Plus first came out all of the MCU movies weren't there. There was some still in Netflix or just some that hadn't been you know, transferred over yet so I think that when 
Disney Plus put all of the MCU movies on the streaming platform. I think there were a number of people who say, I want to go back and watch all of the MCU movies because yeah, now they have the, the they they have them separated by phases, then they have it in timeline order, and then they have it in the order that they came out. And so people was like, I want to watch them, you know, all the movies in chronological order. So they go through and watch all the movies. So there's been I would think that there's been more rewatchability on Thor: The Dark World now that it's on Disney Plus than there ever would have been had you know Disney Plus never been a thing. I think that's a great breakdown right there. We should do that one time and see the rewatchability of the MCU. I don't know how you go. I don't know how you can measure that. I don't know. Well, again, I'll we go would have back to and find watch the Iron streaming Man. numbers. Yeah, I'll go back and watch Iron Man two. In fact, I've rewatched both of those a few times. I'll go back and watch Captain America two versus Captain America one. Right. I probably will never go Two back and three. watch uh, Black Widow again. And that's I've been not thinking about going back and watch it again. Yelena Belova or um, Florence Pugh is the highlight of that movie. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and be honest. Scarlett Johansson. I think that there would not be a person that disagrees with you on that. So Scarlett Johansson did not carry that movie unless she's saying she carried it to the to the dirt. Um and that's not to say that she hasn't done her due diligence. She's she was she was great. And, I think it was uh, a I think it was a bad story for Black Widow. I think it was bad. a horrible story for Black Widow with a floating fortress that runs off of nothing. That because like we and... we like the thing that we always talk about is like if we're going to watch a movie, we need to know what the stakes are, right? What is our hero fighting for what are they what is their goal what are they helping to achieve liberation that's what she's right but if it doesn't happen then what's the consequences because any other now it's not that we don't know what's going to happen because if you went into infinity war and you left out of that film and you thought that was going to be the end of everybody that got dusted away then you have no foresight on how these movies work. Yeah, I mean, it was already promoting Black Panther before exactly. that even happened. But um, you can't go... But it, it, even that being said, it was still an emotional journey to see characters we know and love get dusted away, right? And it made us want to watch Endgame to see what happened. Because it's like, I know Spider-Man's coming back, but yeah. how did they get him back? You mm-hmm. know, because Thanos, he snapped and he disappeared. And we don't know where the hell he is. And this now is we so have to well. deal with half the universe being gone. Mm. And so everybody wanted to watch Endgame to figure out exactly what was going to happen. You watch Black Widow. It was like, okay, well, this takes place before Endgame. Because obviously, in Endgame, she's dead. <laughs> so, this takes, place, this takes place before Infinity War and Endgame. And this was, because this was after Civil War, when she was on a run, right? Right. And so, it was so, like, well, we know that... We know that eventually she makes her way back to Captain America. And so, we know how all of this plays out. So, essentially, nothing that happens in this film matters because we know where she ends up. Here's the thing, too. We have such a huge, huge emphasis on Budapest. 
This right. is nothing like Budapest. This reminds me of Budapest. We're far away from Budapest. Mm-hmm. Again, so we're thinking that we're going to get some answers to Budapest. There's no and Hawkeye I, nowhere in the, the only reference we got was what kind of bullet makes those holes. And it's not bullets, it's arrows. That's mm-hmm. all we got. And that's it. That's all we got. So mm-hmm. as a fan, you're 100% let down that you don't get this backstory that you were alluding to. So right. it's cool how you can fill in the gaps in some stories, yeah. but you have to actually fill in the gap. So that's not to say and that they, the great they, MCU they, doesn't they, have its flaws. It can be taken they down. Put, they put so much emphasis on Drakov's daughter in that film. And the only other time Drakov's daughter was mentioned was in the Avengers. Loki saying Drakov's daughter as something that she was ashamed of or something that she felt like she had to own up for. And that was and it. So how does he know that anyway? He wasn't around. Because he's Loki. He, he's a man that's burdened with intelligence. Uh, he has glorious burden of glorious purpose. He has glory. He's burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, but mind reading one of them. So, but I mean, you think about Loki. He got there because the I can't remember the 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 character's name, but like he was Thanos's like right hand man with the and the one that gave him. The yeah. staff, the scepter. Yeah, one of his minions. Yeah. One but of so, the Katari minions. Yeah. Jatari. 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 You know, PlayStation. But so who knows how much information that Loki had amassed after he fell off the Bifrost and was floating through space at the end of the first door. If I'm floating through space, the last thing that I'm worrying about is Natasha Romanoff's fat. <laughs> Let yeah. me know about oh, this. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, the not even that. gave him uh, knowledge, right? No, it wasn't that. A simple explanation to all of this. Because... <laughs> Lazy writing? <laughs> no, because Clint knew, and he mind-controlled Clint. So Clint told him everything that he needed to know about all of them. That is true. That did happen. So, damn, yeah. Clint. I just thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, this happened like after all of that. Listen, three snitch. Rewatch. That's why Natasha busts him in the head. Again, that's what friends are for. (laughs) (laughs) Rewatch ability. I think that's a a whole video because you're not watching Door to Thor the Dark World. I would watch Ragnarok. Ragnarok was such a great fresh take on Thor, but I've watched Ragnarok, Ragnarok many times. Yeah, but you're gonna watch Love and Thunder. Have you watched Love and Thunder since you? I watched... have not watched. I have not watched. I have not rewatched any MCU movie from Phase Four on. No, I I did rewatch No Way Home a lot. And um, that's it. <laughs> as far as phase four, yes. Wow. That is the only that is the only film that I've re rewatched from phase four after initial viewing. Wow. But I, I am a little bit biased towards I, Spider-Man. I, I so. watched Wakanda Forever more than once. Okay. 
and that's wrapped up phase four. But yeah, I watched Wakanda forever more than once. Um, and again, that's a that's a large order. That's three hours. I think I watched Shang Chi twice. I wouldn't want to watch Shang Chi more than I watched it. But you and I disagree on that one. Well, clearly you have a soft spot for Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians was a good movie. So good! It was so good. <laughs> First one and second one. So good. Dope. There was a second one? Uh, yeah. I didn't see the second one. Dude, where have you been? I don't know. Hold on. Let me not uh put my foot in my mouth. Maybe it's maybe I'm confusing. Uh, was it also titled Crazy Rich Asians? Crazy yeah. Rich Asians two, because this project is categorized as in development. There's no oh, no well, data on go. IMDb Pro. Well, there you go. So again, I'm wrong in the right way. <laughs> I don't see how they wouldn't be a sequel. Maybe I'm confusing it with like another movie with crazy rich Asians. I don't know. Potentially. Rewatchable factor. That's just something missing. I don't know if you can can measure what's rewatchable and what's not though. Are we talking about the entire MCU? So what's rewatchable and what's not? Yes. I watched Black Panther, the first one, several times. I also I have as well. But I don't know is the, is that a is that a, a, a mark on the movie's quality? Is that a mark on a cultural thing? I, I hated the last scene because of course this big final CGI was just dark and all. Yeah, the the final fight, and that's the thing. A lot of these movies, like and like I said about Shang Chi, the the rest of Shang Chi to me was really good. That final CGI fight while he's fighting the the, the shadow sucker or whatever. Because we reviewed that and we said the same thing that that. No, we did not. We didn't start. We didn't start. (laughs) We didn't start reviewing uh, movies until last year. Shang Chi came out in twenty twenty one. Maybe we talked about it and didn't review it. I don't know. I remember you. I remember you saying that though. That they could have skipped that whole uh, dragon versus dragon type of yeah. That last thing was stupid. I watched um, the Avengers more than once. I watched that again. I watched. Oh, uh, I used to. I used to watch the Avengers because the Avengers used to come on what, like TNT. I used to watch the Avengers every time it came on. Yeah. Anytime it was on that. TV, I would sit down and watch it. Yeah. First one and second one. I watched the Age of Ultron. Yeah, I watched Age of Ultron again. again. Then, how come everything else doesn't have stop stop dookieing on Josh Whedon? So that, that's what I'm going to say with that because clearly. He did. You can dookie on Josh Whedon all you want. Oh, Josh wow. Whedon is a horrible person. Um, I don't know the whole no, story. Like, what Josh Whedon did? That's a that's a that's, that's for, a whole another. That's, that's not that's, that's not even an episode. That's for for off camera talk. Oh wow! Sorry, <laughs> that goes all the way back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is he like 90s. China? Is he China? <laughs> is is I, Josh Whedon like China? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that Josh Whedon is like China. Hey, John, Josh Whedon, I need you to be a lot less like China. <laughs> but no, it was like... a lot less like China. Uh, Winter Soldier, I watched a bunch of times. Civil War, Hell I watched yeah. a bunch of times. Hell yeah. Um, Introduction of Spider-Man in the MCU. Hi, hello, everybody. Like you said, Thor Ragnarok. 
Infinity War in game, watch over and over again. So there are there are some films that are they gonna kill definitely Vision have that rewatchability. Are they gonna kill Vision and Vision Quest? Are they gonna no, kill Vision gonna... and they kill no. him every other time? <laughs> he's either getting killed or he's about to be killed. No, I don't think they they're going to the give him a show just to kill him. They killed him in WandaVision. Well, he was already dead in WandaVision. <laughs> he died twice. <laughs> he died outside Did the he? head. Yeah. But he didn't even die. He was dematerialized and he didn't die. He died. He's dead. He didn't dead die. Dead. When he when he, they when they brought the camera back, Vision was in the field in the fetal position. She had to expand the hex to get him. He was laid up like a little baby. Dead. He didn't die. He, well, he couldn't die because he wasn't alive in the first place. He was so dead. Just just dead. Daniel snatched. He's his, his, basically a figment of her imagination. Snatched his off button off, off right off his head. Just give me that. What are you talking about in Infinity War? He died there too. Got stabbed in the first one. What the fuck is the name of that place? Uh, Death Van Halla. <laughs> no. <laughs> Soul World. What are you talking about? What, Soul what World place? Uh, I'm going all the way back to where the Fight Club was in Shang Chi. This is my Infinity Stone. <laughs> anyway, good luck keeping it up there. Yeah, I can't. I don't have that uh, Mind Stone capability. I don't have the little housing case that Vision does. So, are you excited to see another Tony Stark, or I mean, Robert Downey Jr. reprise his role? No, I don't want him one Damn! Robert Downey Jr. to come back. Damn, you don't want Hugh Jackman to come back either, do you? No, Hugh Jackman is different because it's not the current timeline. It's before Logan died. Unless they're bringing back Robert Downey Jr. to reprise his role as Tony Stark before Endgame, I don't want to see Tony Stark. No. Or unless he's a hologram. No. Listen. These guys just need a break. That's what the bottom line is. I don't know why they keep saying that they're going to retire from these characters. You just need a break. And if you do, the Russos took a break. They did in-game Infinity War, in-game, and then they took a break. They, they haven't done anything with the MCU in, in a hot minute. And they already mm-hmm. said they would be more than happy to come back and direct Secret Wars. So it would be crazy for the MCU not to take the two directors that made them the most money on the projects that they've created, which was The Winter Soldier, Infinity War, and then uh, Endgame and not give them the opportunity if they already said that they want to direct Secret Wars, not to let them direct Secret Wars. So they're coming back. They clearly took a break. So again, Chris Evans is coming back. He's going to be the Human Torch in Captain America at whatever capacity, maybe with Nick Fury on the Sword Station. Maybe he's on the moon. Maybe he's going to be in the past, living out that alternate timeline with Peggy Carter. Maybe we'll see him bring the Infinity Stones back and see what he had to go through to get that point across bottom line is the guys just want to break the mcu is a huge undertaking they sign you off for multiple movies you got to kind of be at their beck and call a lot of actors are like really terrified because <laughs> elizabeth olsen says you know they pick you up in this panel van it's almost like you're abducted they don't tell you who you're working with you just shoot your shots and your scenes 
you don't know who you're talking to, and then they kind of superimpose it together. And you know, you wake up the next day and you're at home. So it's uh it's almost like a secret society mm-hmm. of some sort. So it's a huge thing that they're that they're signing on to. <coughs> Are we gonna get a Hulk movie? That depends on what happens when these questions out there. Well, they got a Hulk story brewing up. There's no way that we're doing the Thunderbolts and not getting Red Hulk. So we'll have She Hulk, Red Hulk. Clearly, we introduced Scar. Son of Hulk. Yep. So, uh, didn't Disney have this Hulk story animation with all the Hulk Hulk and the Agents of Smash? There you go. You lead to something like that because Hulk can't be in a standalone movie, but he can be in an ensemble movie. So if we have that, pretty much got a Hulk movie. It's possible, but ah. I mean, again, it still depends on what Universal is going to do about the rights to Hulk. Well, Disney clearly has money they can negotiate contracts. Well, why haven't they done one so far? Who says that they haven't? Kevin Feige. Who said that they haven't? Kevin Feige has been released. Hulk's clearly stated, save it for the movie. Uh, again, everything that Marvel does is deliberate. Every line is scripted. Time has a way to mess him back. You'll see. Madripoor. That's what, we got that's the name I couldn't think of. Why are we going back to Madripoor? That's the name I couldn't think of. The name of the place that I couldn't think of. New World Order. Madripoor. Captain America. Will we go back to Magic? Who else is in Magic? That's Logan's spot. Mm-hmm. We may see uh, Logan in Magic Horror with uh, Deadpool. So, so 20- what were you saying about Logan? So, well, Logan's from, like, to hang out in Magic Horror. I'm not going to say he's from Magic Horror. He likes to hang out in Magic Horror. But hey, Logan's mm. Canadian, so hey. I'm pretty sure it's going to make sense for him and Deadpool to get together. So what are your 2023 predictions for the MCUR, the superhero genre overall? James Gunn's going to save the DCEU. I'm interested to see who he's going to cast for Wonder Woman, for Green Lantern, Jon Stewart. You know, there was talk about uh, John David Washington being Jon Stewart. Green no, Lantern. I didn't know that. Yeah, Denzel, so I think that's a good fit. That's not a good fit. I just... Size-wise? No, 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 no. Not size-wise at all, no. Because <laughs> John Stewart was a... He was that's like a Marine yeah. Special Forces. Yeah, he was a large man. Yeah. So, not to say that he wouldn't be able to portray the character... Uh, because John Stewart is a very noble man, and I haven't seen, I haven't seen John David Washington on a lot of stuff. You didn't see Tenet? No, I didn't watch Tenet. Oh, okay. Did you see uh, the Ballers? No, I didn't watch Ballers. Ballers was incredible. The Rock. I heard good things about it, but the I don't Rock was it. at his best in Ballers. He had a nice supporting cast. The show shouldn't have got canceled, or I didn't get canceled. He he it, he just he you know he was done with it. But at the same time, could have kept going with that. 
Well, let me see. I haven't watched anything that he was in. Didn't watch Amsterdam. Didn't watch Black Klansman. Black Klansman didn't watch was good too. Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm and Marie was good too. Yeah, I haven't watched anything that he's been in actually. So clearly, you're a John David uh, hater. So you no, know he won't be good for you. Um, but you know what can save the DCEU can Idris Elba save the DCEU did you want to see a bloodshot not as as blood sport no no No, I feel like we got everything we needed to know about his character in the Suicide Squad that was it is he only there because Will Smith wouldn't come back no, because I think they probably wanted to move away from from Suicide Squad and bring in some different characters. Then why use Captain Boomerang still? Why use Harley Quinn? Why use Harley Quinn? Why use Rick Flagg? Because you still wanted to get some people that love those characters. Why use Amanda Waller? Viola Davis. Amanda, Amanda Waller is the Tony Stark of the DCEU. She's the, connecting, the connective tissue through all of the films. More like the Nick Fury, huh? Yeah, I guess you could say because she is the one putting the teams together. So yeah, mm, interesting. How no hell did she get Superman to work for her? Fuck if I know. Whole lot of continuity. Nothing makes sense, but I mean it's it's the DCU. So you know it depends on. I don't know. I have no whoever's, answers for DC. Whoever's. <laughs> Whoever's in charge at the moment. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Listen, that's not to say the MCU is without flaw. So again, No, and we we've absolutely have gone into multiple films and TV shows about in the MCU and pointed out those flaws. So the nothing the MCU has created has been perfect. Can someone start a cinematic universe at this point and be successful? Yes, but I've the 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 point that I was getting to is that if they're going to do so, then it has to be something that the people are going to care about, and be and so being successful, being successful that is a measurement into do we want to get MCU numbers? Because I don't think that anything is going to get MCU numbers, but you can still be successful without getting MCU numbers. That isn't the that M, the MCU bar isn't the measure of success. The mm-hmm. MCU bar is a measure of where things can go. That's mm-hmm. in my opinion because I don't think that's your baseline. I think that's what you can aspire to accomplish. But I don't think if you create a franchise and you're not hitting MCU numbers, I don't think you should consider yourself to be a failure. Oh, gracious! But oh, gracious to. Create a franchise, to create a cinematic universe with characters, and you're saying that can we care about can we can the, can anybody create a cinematic universe with characters that we care about enough for them to have a successful franchise in that in that cinematic universe? Yes, I do believe that's possible. I just don't think that it's going to be able to achieve what the MCU has done, um, and especially if you're creating an IP from scratch. Because all these successful, well, I won't say all, most of the successful franchises that have come out with multi-picture series are all stemming from um, 
properties that have already been created. Like the Harry Potter franchise was originally a book. Same thing with Hunger Games, originally a book. You know, those are relatively successful franchises, but they're coming from properties that have already existed. So it has a fan base built in. Your Marvel, your DC coming yeah, from also, comic books. Also have Game of Thrones. Already. Game Lord of Thrones, of a book, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, books before the movies came out. Now, so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, but Twilight, again, also a book. Monetarily, moderately uh, successful franchise. Well, I can't even say moderately successful franchise. Again, not MCU numbers, but still a successful franchise stemming from an already created intellectual property. To be able to create an intellectual property from scratch purely for film purposes to create a cinematic universe is a challenge or would be a challenge in and of itself, but Possibly. not impossible. Yeah. Not impossible. John Wick is a clear one of them. John Wick did not yes. exist before John Wick. Was that not inspired by a graphic novel or something like that? Just straight up created to be... Ju- Case in point. Also, but, the Matrix was another one. It was not based on a book. But John Wick, great series of films. Can't wait for John Wick 4. But can you extend that to where you can take a character out of John Wick, have it in the same universe, but not feature John Wick and we still care about that character? Has there been any character in any of the John Wick films that, say, for example, Halle Berry's character from John Wick 3, can we take (laughs) can we take her out of that film and follow her on her own story and still care about her as much as we care about John Wick? I hope not. Please don't do that. (laughs) Leave her and her dogs alone. She's been through enough. She's been through enough. But I also will say, uh, not just John Wick, uh, what was the other one that I was just thinking about that just mine is escaping me right now? I just had it. This is why I blurred out stuff. Give me an actor or something. No, I can't. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I refuse. No, I'm going to remember later on, but it was another one that was not... uh, A a place or character name. It wasn't a, a book before. It wasn't a book. It was not a book and it was successful. Uh, nice little franchise. I can't what was remember. it about? <laughs> you know, I'm only going to remember later on. You know. is, is it action? Is it sci-fi? Oh, is it fantasy? Action. We're <laughs> uh, talking about action. Well, see, now you're going to have me thinking about it. But see, I can't remember. So that's the bad part about it. I'll think about it later. I'm not going to. It's going to drive me. You, gonna you, you're going to have my nerves bad trying to figure out what it is that you can't think of. Well, it's not the adventures of babysitting, I can tell you that. So I would hope not. <laughs> Don't hate on the adventures of babysitting. I've never seen them. So. you never seen that classic? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't remember at this current point in time, but there are there are the exceptions that you can come out with something that doesn't have that. I think it's helpful. Like you had that yeah. fan base, obviously. But again, if you're going, I think away- it builds up the excitement for the film because you you announce something 
that doesn't have any prior you don't have any prior knowledge about any of the characters and about any of the settings or anything like that what is it and that's when you have to have big star name power to star your film because Mm. how else are you going to get people excited about the, Mm. the story because if you take a story that nobody's ever heard of you fill it with actors that nobody's ever heard of and you put it on a platform that's nobody's ever watched. Right. And who's <laughs> going to see it? You know, who's going to want to see it? I should it'll, say. It'll, it'll have, if it's really good, now this is, again, you have to be at the top of the spectrum. If it's really, really good, it'll get a cult-like following. But again, at the same time, that's word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. When's the last right. time someone told you, dude, you got to see this movie? You gotta see this movie. Like the word of mouth. Like I know the last movie that I that I wasn't already planning on seeing. I can attest to this: the movie with the the harder they fall with Jonathan Majors, Jay Z kind of produced. That's the last movie that I said you gotta see this movie. And I told that to anybody who had ears that was in earshot. Gotcha. Do you recall one that somebody that I told somebody that they had to see, or that somebody told you somebody told me? Um, I, I told you the harder they fall. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and at that point, it was already on my on my list to watch. I just hadn't watched it. Um, was it was it Avatar? Was it the way of the water? <laughs> it absolutely was not. I didn't tell anybody to go see that movie. I actually told Michelle not to watch it. <laughs> That's horrible, man. It's horrible. She was asking, should she see it? And she already has ADHD, so she's not about to sit through a three-hour movie. But, um... Well, she has to be, like, thoroughly entertained because, obviously, she sat through Endgame. Are you not entertained? Um, not by Avatar, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I'm, sure that, I'm pretty sure that there has been one. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there has been a movie where I told somebody, I was like, hey, yeah, you got to watch this movie. Um, and I'm sure that there's been something that's been recommended to me as well. But no, I can't think of whatever that movie would be at this point. Last question, Spider, and I'm going to let you fly. Secret Wars, King Dynasty. These are the culminations. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be the end game and the Infinity War of Phase Five. Six. No, that's going to be Phase Six. Well, same difference. It's the end of an era, end of a phase. Right, and in, in the end of the multiverse saga. End of the multiverse saga. Predictions. Do you think we're looking at a billion dollars plus? Same like in game and Infinity War. If it releases in China. I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that's the barrier I feel like that's the barrier if a film does not release in China then there is a slim chance of it crossing a billion dollars okay so on a movie posters King gotta have his face mask on is that what we're saying? Probably probably Mm, I need the racism to stop (laughs) (laughs) in this video with the same way I started it because Wakanda Forever didn't re- like I say. Wakanda Forever didn't release in China. Didn't release in Russia. Made eight hundred million dollars. Oh, that's an incredible feat. 
it is an incredible feat. Would have released it in those countries. They would have crossed a billion dollars easily. Even if just the non-racist people went and saw it, it would have made it across a billion dollars. And so that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I think at the point of when Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty come out, unless we get a good enough build-up to... Because the thing about it is we didn't have a buildup as far as Thanos being a villain before Infinity War. We saw Thanos make a couple of cameo appearances in some films, and that was it. So we didn't know exactly how Thanos was going to be. We didn't know how Josh Rogan was going to play him. We didn't know what Thanos was going to do. Like, he definitely didn't expect Thanos to fucking beat Hulk's ass in the first 10 minutes of Infinity War. Nobody saw that coming. First time I heard Hulk scream. He's like, oh, when he got chopped in the throat. <laughs> he got punched oh. in the throat. <laughs> My God. You know, Hulk smashed but, your windpipe. <laughs> yeah. But we're getting Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We got He Who Remains in Loki. We're going to get He Who Remains. Well, we're going to get Kang variants in Loki Season 2. We're going to get Jonathan Major sprinkled out. A lot of MCU properties in I Phase 5 and Phase 6. I cannot see him not being in there, especially. After but the- I don't, you know, and but like you said, we still have to introduce Doctor Doom, you know, and we don't know what that connection is going to be like. We don't know if it's going to be a Kang appearance in the post credit scenes, but we will have more of an idea of what Kang is building up to, and once you know the Kang Dynasty comes out once Secret Wars come out. So there'll be more interest in the villain as a character than we did in the Infinity War, you know, in Infinity uh, Saga. So if it's not released in the markets in China, could it pass a billion dollars? It's possible, but it all depends on the movies that come before it. Because if... We get into uh, because phase we were talking about phase six. Uh, if we get into well, phase five, we get into uh, I don't know how, but we get Quantum Mania, we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I don't see Kang showing up in the Marvels or in Captain America, don't see him showing up in Thunderbolts, I don't see him showing up in Blade. Uh, other than, like you say, little cameos, post-credit scenes, stuff like that. Going into Phase 6, so far the only thing we have slotted for Phase 6 as far as films are Deadpool 3, Fantastic 4, uh, then we got the Kang Dynasty and the Secret Wars. So, in between Quantumania and Kang Dynasty, so that's two years mm-hmm. of MCU films and MCU TV shows, because mm-hmm. he could, like we said, Loki Season 2 and whatever other TV shows he might show up in, we'll learn more about what it is that Kang is trying to do. And in that time frame, that's going to determine how much we're anticipating the Kang dynasty. Mm. And if it's a situation where, again, going in blind, we don't know what Kang is going to do because obviously it's a two-part thing. So the heroes are going to lose in Kang Dynasty and they got to come back for Secret Wars. I mean, they're Avengers. They always have to avenge right. something. They have to avenge something. We're the, right. uh, we're the Avengers, not the Pre-Avengers. Not the Pre-Avengers. <laughs> so, 
or the Revengers, <laughs> Thor squad. Right. But so going into the Kang, the Kang dynasty, it just depends on what happens in all of those shows building up. Because just looking at the, the movies slated in phase five and uh, the TV show slated in phase five, outside of what if season two and Loki season two, the other shows I don't see Kang having any involvement in because we got Secret Invasion that's going to be about the scrolls, and then we don't even know where the scrolls are going to show up again. Um, but then we also have Ironheart, Echo, Agatha, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, and then Daredevil Born Again. So Which these the are and for any Disney Plus show, they yeah, listen, they listen to us. <laughs> we wanted more than eight and nine episodes or yeah. six. Yeah, that's what's um, But like Ironheart, Echo, and Daredevil, you're dealing with like grounded stuff, right? You, especially with Echo and Daredevil, you're talking about New York City, Hell's Kitchen, you know, real base level grounded stuff. Nothing mystical, nothing space. And Ironheart, I don't know who Ironheart's villain is going to be. I don't know anything about Ironheart's villains. Um, but then you got Secret Invasion, like we said, dealing with skulls, and then Agatha Covenant Chaos, that's dealing with the mystical, the magic arts, Doctor Strange, all that other kind of stuff. So that's kind of outside of where I see Kang's focus right now. So I don't see how Kang fits into those properties. Do you think now the multiverse as a whole? Excuse me, I don't know. Do you think Disney has to do this now to keep exactly how you say that interest shoot inserts of what Kang's doing at these current points in time? I hope not. I hope and not because I feel like that detracts away from the story that you're trying to tell in that particular show or that so, particular movie. Because yeah. if you if I if I'm watching if, if I'm watching Thunderbolts and Yelena and Bucky are having a conversation. And then completely unrelated, we just cut to something that Kang's doing and then cut back to Val. Well, post-credit scenes, maybe, but not like every property. Because Mm -hmm. like even, what was that? I don't even remember what the end of it was, but it was like a post-credit scene in whatever film. And it was like um, Thanos was getting that finity on. And he was like, fine, I'll do it myself. You know, that, yeah. So stuff like that, then yes, I can see, you know, Kang showing up as post-credit scenes at the end of different, um, at the end of different things. Disney but I just feel like it would still need to kind of make sense in some way. I think it not only would need to make sense, but it actually will kick up interest for that show to have mm-hmm. that tie-in. If they would have brought up something with Kang inside of Moon Knight, that would have made that rewatchable. I don't see how it would have fit. Again, post credit scene don't really have to. I mean, because they had the 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 nod to Kang as as um Ramatut on the back of the kid's vest, but that's the only yeah, reference a, that the show made. Easter egg. That's such yeah, that was just an Easter egg thing, not a direct cameo or but, direct tie-in but it, you make a great point though because it was egypt and it was that time frame they can have a ramatut ish kind of involvement if they were going to do a moon night season two true 
they got their work cut out for them, which is probably. Oh, I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige has this well in hand. Yeah, all, all of these, all of the stuff that we are uh, theorizing and and coming up with these questions and everything, I'm sure that he has all of these things answered. Birdman. <laughs> Not the Michael Keaton Birdman. Hey, don't sleep on him either, cause I'm not sleeping on him, but I'm just saying that's not what you were referencing. Mm, no, I was talking about Cash Money taking over for the nine thousand. <laughs> Are they still taking over? I don't think. Uh, I think they took over, and evidence <laughs> of them taking over comes as evidence about every time that song comes on, how women make their way to the dance floor. Fair enough. They took over. It was a. It was a moment. It it was. Girl, you're working with some yeah. <laughs> it's just like just the beginning violins. Doom, 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 doom. That's it. That's all you need to hear. That's hold my drink. Watch <laughs> <laughs> watch my purse. Just and they're gone. That's all yeah, I heard. I'll run like, to the floor. Okay. Yeah. You got like for Jay Z used to. You got five seconds to hit the floor. That everybody mm-hmm. know that's a universal sign of you got five. <laughs> Watch my stuff. I'll be back. Yep. I'm interested in to see where we're gonna go. I'm interested in seeing if this illustrious man, dun dun dun, James Gunn is gonna be able to save the DCEU. I'm interested to see what Kevin Feige has up his sleeves. Even though She-Hulk has said that some shows will be better than other shows as far as the MCU canon, I think what we have to look forward to is Tom Hiddleton's coming to save us. With Loki season two, uh, the House of Hardness is going to be interesting because it's not really sure. Covenant Chaos. Is that what this name? Remember is? they changed the name. Yeah, oh they changed it to God. Covenant Chaos. This is why I don't have hair. You guys keep changing. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Keith. Not just joking. So there's, there's, we don't know what that show is going. The first question they got to answer is how did she get out of the trance that Wanda put her in? Well, I think that's going to be the interesting dynamic that comes into play because clearly Wanda's not dead. Of course, Wanda's not dead. No one dies in the MCU. Except, no, except Black Widow. Black Widow's dead. Is she? Because what if she just came from a different dimension? Yeah, it's a different multiverse. Yeah, so, so you're saying that the the character won't die, and there's a, a version of that character now. would die. Yeah, because every character is a legacy character, just like there's a Thor Jane Foster and a Thor Odinson. There'll be another Thor that's you know Travis' little brother, you know, <laughs> Lil Ray Ray, Lil Ray Ray Thor. He's like Frogger. And then they'll, it's, Uncle Ben is the only one that's consistently dead. And Bruce Wayne's parents. Well, it, that's a different universe, but yes. I mean, but no. then again, no, because remember, there is this spinoff that Thomas Wayne's alive. Yeah, and, yep, he and Bruce up, died. Yeah, and Bruce he is the one that no died. no problem with killing whoever crosses this. In the name of my dead son, pow, 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 you're dead. You're right. Um, so is there a universe where Uncle Ben is alive? Oh, in the how Doctor Strange says in the mass calculus of the infinite multiverse, his death is worth much more than his life. 
I'm sure that he's. I've butchered that, so I just yeah. <laughs> but I, I understand what you're I'm talking pretty, about. I'm pretty sure that he's alive in some version, and maybe he even has spider powers. And I know this was this was before the show, and we were talking about Marvel Snap. Uh, if any of our viewers or listeners play Marvel Snap, yeah, uh, we got a plug. <laughs> but there's a uh, there's a card that's not been released yet. But, but like I was telling you, they have cards for all the characters there and all of the cards have different abilities. There is a card. There is an Uncle Ben card. And so if you play the Uncle Ben on a card, no, he's alive on the card. But if you play the Uncle Ben card and the Uncle Ben card gets destroyed, that automatically puts Spider-Man into your <laughs> into your hand. Wow. That is horrible. The first Why time I saw that, this? the first time I saw that, I was like, that's gotta be fake. That's like something somebody photoshopped something like a for a meme. Nope, that's an actual card in the game that has that's yet to be released. Horrible. That's if you play that card and it's defeated, you automatically well, yeah, because they because some cards can like destroy other cards that's on the field. So if Uncle Bill Uncle Ben card is on the field and it gets destroyed, then you automatically get Spider Man in your hand. Wow, you don't even want him like that. <laughs> so like gotta, every time I play die. Uncle Ben, I, if I if I want Spider Man, I got to see Uncle Ben die. Yes. Is there no other way to get Spider-Man? I mean, you can unlock Spider-Man and you can have the Spider-Man card in your deck without the Uncle Ben. Yeah, you can have Spider-Man. They have Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. But if you really want to be... It's, it's a strategy. It's, it's, it's all about the strategies. <laughs> I want to strategically play my Uncle Ben card in the hopes that it gets destroyed so that I can get Spider-Man. Last question. Superhero fatigue. Is it a real thing? And then are we coming upon it with Sony? I know I said last question, last question, but I, I, I tricked you. The mislead is real. <laughs> uh, with Sony coming out with all these spider adjacent stories. So we got Silk. We got uh, Into the Spider-Verse. You see Madam Web. That the Madam Web's going to connect. Oh, I'm so excited spiders. for Into the Spider-Verse, though. We, we got... Um, Quinn Stacy, we got Miles Morales, we got Peter Parker, we have who's the one Isaac, Oscar Isaac is playing? Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, so Spider Man twenty ninety nine. There you go. And so you got Issa Ray, Jessica Walters, Spider Woman, and is it Jessica Walters? Now all of these are not slated to have their own show, but no. we do have the rumors of. Uh, Tobey Maguire, and also a rumor that Andrew Garfield will reprise their roles as Spider-Man. Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew. Uh, doing Spider-Man. Is superhero fatigue a real thing? Can we get tired of these spider spiders? <clears throat> Are we tired of uh, these heroes at this point in time? You and to... I talked about this. Yeah. Uh, is superhero fatigue a real thing? Absolutely. Yes, it is. I, I'm I've heard many of people and read many of comments saying that it's just too much at this point. Not. We'll be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't be out of a job. We were actually supposed to talk about a, a um, well, we have other movies that we talk about that aren't superhero movies. Yeah, true. But, um, but I think that for people like us who enjoy the superhero genre, 
Um, because me personally, I, I haven't gotten tired of it. I'm still always looking forward to the next big thing. And, you know, whether it is a, you know, Marvel movie or a DC movie, or even, you know, a dark horse comics movie, you know, taking like, another spawn. Go. I'll yeah. watch another fucking spawn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're not going to get no spawn. That's going to be like spawn spawn. The only spawn that they got. And I love right. how they play on heaven and hell and. All oh my god, just listen, Todd McFarlane, get on it. Um, but yeah, it's it's I do think that there are a subset of people who are not racing, and especially with the streaming services and all the different shows now, there's so much because, like you said, there there's Titans, there's Doom Patrol, there was you know all of the different CW shows, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, then you had the uh, Marvel Hulu series, The Runaways, and Umbrella Cloak and Dagger. Dagger. Uh, yeah, and then there's Boy. supposed to be a Gotham Knights show on the CW coming out this year. Uh, uh what's the one with Okoye that's going to be on Disney Plus? That's been off the, the right Midnight now. Angels, I think. Midnight Angels. Oh, I think Okoye is supposed to have her own show. Okoye is supposed to be one, and I think Midnight Angels is supposed to be another one. That'll be interesting, and at the same time we got the boys that have their spinoff that they're doing now this year yeah with the younger heroes or the younger super power people or whatever but yeah so it's a lot of and whenever it's a they lot bring of content back. and whenever they bring invincible back but it's a lot of content it's a lot of content and unless you are someone like us who you know enjoys the different properties then there's you're not gonna watch everything you're not going to have the desire to watch everything. You'll watch the things that you enjoy. Like, oh, I like Loki season one. I'm not worried about Hawkeye. I'm not worried about She-Hulk. I'll just wait till Loki season two comes out. (sighs) And so, so I think that superhero fatigue, uh, the superhero content fatigue is absolutely real. But I think that the content is just going to endure because I think there are more people who still want to watch it than there are more people than there are people who are willing to bypass it and just wait for something bigger because I think that a good majority of people haven't watched any of the Disney plus shows. I only watch like maybe one or two of the Disney plus shows. I don't think that, I don't think that the majority of people kept up with everything like we have. Um, and they may just wait for the movies. They might be just like, I like more of a movies, but I don't want to subscribe to Disney plus to watch the TV shows. I'm not worried about the rewatchability. I see it in the movies. And then, you know, if I want to see it in the movies again, I'll go a second time. But other than that, I'm content, you know, because we are in our own little bubble of content creators who watch the trailers, break down the trailers, watch the movies, review the movies, then come back and rewatch the movies before the new movie comes out. And so we're all in this cycle of constantly consuming this content outside of us. It's like, we'll see like the new Ant-Man trailer just came out a few days ago. Like that gets us excited. There's some people who's like, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that a new one came out. Oh, that's coming out this year. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't really, I didn't realize they were making another one. You know, there's some people who are so, you know, disaffected by anything that the MCU does or anything superhero related and that they see it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's coming out. I'll go see it, you know, and they'll go watch it. They're like, hmm, all right, that was fun. 
I'm like that. Or mm, didn't we really care for that one. And they just move on with their life. People, general audiences. Right. The general audience. The general audience, for the most part, is probably getting tired of superhero content. The general audience is probably, you know, almost up to their fill with it. But the. Well, we, we talked about you can only have so many transitional shots. The transitional shots that I'm speaking about is. So many action scenes happen in a car. So many action scenes happen on a train or happen on mm-hmm. a plane or happen in these transitional things that you're doing because you have to hold that action when the reality is, why don't you stop the car? Why don't you stop the train? Why don't you stop the truck? Got somewhere to be. What it builds somewhere. attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you see... It really isn't tired of seeing the the train on the track that's about to end and the hero has to stop him from going off the end of the tracks or right. get everybody off the train before the train goes off the end of the tracks. Right. And that's, those are the lanes that you have to play in and then you have to tell your story and how you can tell it differently. One of the coolest things, you've seen Spider-Man fighting on the side of the train. You've seen Captain, Mar- Captain Marvel fighting on top mm-hmm. of the, the train. You've seen, you know... Spider-Man swinging and he was about to get hit by a train, but he fought Doctor Strange on the train. There's been a train in all three Spider-Man movies. I mean, all three different Spider-Man franchises. There was one in the Andrew Garfield one? I believe so, wasn't there? Or was he just in the sewer? He was in the sewer. Maybe, maybe I'm just thinking about the sewer. And maybe there wasn't one in the Spider-Man. Then the in a, uh, if you guys remember, there's one. a train scene in Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Leave it in the comment section. I know there was one in Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Three. Yeah, the one in Spider-Man with Doctor Ock was legendary because he was yeah, that was an iconic one. Train. Yeah, yeah, but again, in the bus with Shang Chi, and mm-hmm. then you can only do so many. There was in the back of the truck with Ultron, or on top of the truck. You, you can't mm-hmm. do the same thing that you like Captain America can't do the same thing that they did the Matrix. And I know that's crossing universes, but again, the general audience has seen this before. So you have to right. do yours differently. So and I think that's where the for me, that's where the allure comes in is how can you do it differently? What can you do that hasn't been done before? What can you show me that I haven't seen before? Mm-hmm. And so you get stuff like um, like the Shang-Chi bus scene, like even though we've seen fights happen in buses, you know, what can you do in your bus scene that I haven't seen in any other bus scene? You there, know, was having... a, there was a train in the uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry, guys, you took too long to leave it in the conversation. <laughs> when he was discovering his powers, he was fighting inside of the uh, subway. There you go. You're absolutely right. You, you, you got to switch it up. But at the same time, you have awesome scenes like that. And I mean, but the, inside the car. Yeah. But I mean, the thing about it is just, you know, going back to the Spider-Man movies, they kind of did switch it up because your fight on the train and Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock it was different from the fight by the train in Spider-Man 3, which was different from the scene inside the train in Amazing Spider-Man, which was different than, you know, Spider-Man fighting on the train in No Way Home. So Strange. they, yeah, with Doctor Strange. So they, they definitely had 
losing my mind. <laughs> They've definitely like changed. It's like nothing is the same as what came before it. True. Very so, true. They they they're changing it up, but it's still again it is Spider Man fighting train. fighting Spider-Man. either on or in a train. Hmm. So is it to a point now that we have to honor <laughs> we have to honor the character of having them fight? Like the next the next Spider Man, <laughs> the next person to play Spider Man, one of their movies have to have a train scene. Maybe that might have been that could that could have been a whole because I feel like Spider Man No Way Home was an homage. Was it was telling his own story, but it was also an homage to the previous two Spider Man. Yeah, so the, the whole train when he was doing the 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 sign of Jesus. That's the biggest thing with Spider-Man, right? They got to get him to do this Jesus sign because Tobey Maguire had the scene where he was stopping the train with the whips. Right. And then you had Tom Holland on a ferry trying to hold a ferry together mm-hmm. doing the same and thing. I don't know if, if he, had one he did it in Amazing Spider-Man 2 because he was tying all the Transformers together. And so he was like that, but then he had to pull them together true. to connect them so he could overcharge Electro. But but I'm saying that as far that may be the reason that they had because I mean you're in the mirror verse and fighting Doctor Strange, you can pull out anything, anything and everything could be a part of that universe where they're fighting. It didn't necessarily have to be a train, but because I think they were paying homage to the previous movies, that's why that may have been why they included a train. Well, I think there was a metaphor involved. The train went clearly off the tracks metaphors of things are not going according to plan i may be reading too deep into it but that's <laughs> what i do but i mean so we're looking to we're looking forward to a lot uh in the next coming years uh because everything that we're talking about is not just going to happen in 2023 so we're, we're looking forward to some changes some things hopefully staying the same, but we're looking for improvements and we're looking for progress. Uh, new stories, new characters, new actors, definitely new characters, especially when it comes to DC. Like I said, we want to evolve past just the big three. We want to evolve past just the core members of the Justice League. Even though some of the core members of the Justice League have not gotten their due yet. I'd like to see Hawk Hawk Girl. Oh, okay. I I like to see a a story about Hawk Girl, whether it's a TV show, TV show, or a movie. Do I have a person to cast as Hawk Girl? Yeah, Mm. nice little redhead that uh come in and. No, and and the thing the thing about it is I I like the idea of introducing new actors into a character that's being portrayed for the first time in live action Mm. because i feel like that gives them the opportunity to make that character their own rather than um rather than pulling in somebody who you've seen them act in like a dozen different things and now you have to watch you you, you you have to get it out of your mind uh, the things that they've done before so you, so you can focus on what they're doing now, which is Ain't bringing that. it full circle. That's how I felt about The Rock playing Black Adam. I'm watching The Rock play The Rock in every other movie that he's been The Rock in. I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson. He's, he's Dwayne Johnson. 
he's Dwayne Johnson in every role that he plays. Yeah, because who else is going to play Dwayne Johnson The Rock? But he's not supposed to be playing Dwayne Johnson The Rock. He's supposed to be playing Black Adam. Who is Dwayne Johnson? I mean, no, no. one else has played Black Adam. So, no, that, and that's but so to recast him now. Is so good. if you're if no one has played Black Adam before you and you are portraying Black Adam for the first time in live action, then you need to portray Black Adam as Black Adam, not as Dwayne Johnson. They're the same. They're not the same. <laughs> they are not the same. There but is no Black Adam anyway, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> there absolutely is. There was a Black Adam before Dwayne Johnson. There'll be a Black Adam after Dwayne Johnson. Ask James Gunn. <laughs> they, hey, they they rebooted characters before. Like we said, how many Batmans have we? How many Batman have we had? Six, There'll be another Black Adam. Seven. There'll be another Black Adam. Mm, I don't know. You better read that contract, buddy. I think that's for the Rock. Shout out to Wayne Johnson. Well, if we see Black Adam ever again and The Rock is playing him, that I don't know if I'll go and watch that movie. But regardless, <laughs> <laughs> if you like this episode, I know we were a little bit long-winded, but we had a lot to catch up on, some questions to answer uh, since down, it's been since a while. Since it's been a while since we had our last episode, but if you liked the episode, remember hit the like button, subscribe yeah. to the channel, <laughs> hit the bell so you can be notified when new episodes come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, go to your favorite podcast room platform and just search for all things super. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at AT Superpod. And we like reading the comments. And we like reading the comments. So we talked about the show in the show a little bit earlier when we were talking about uh, what we're doing. So to give the people a little bit of a sneak peek. Nah, don't give them that. Don't give them that. that? Okay. Don't give them that. that. Okay. Don't give them that. Come back, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you can make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes. Welcome to 2023. There you go. Welcome to 2023. (laughs) We're back, baby. I, I, I don't have anything I can top that. <laughs> I can't top that. But thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode.